What's up, guys? Welcome to the Not For The Week podcast. It's your boy, James. And it is your boy, Jeremy. Not thy boy, James. Not thy. I'm tired. The man is tired. I'm We've tired. been talking for two hours. We got a long one here, but it's a good one. We got our boy, Remington James. The Remington James Fitness. The Remington James. He's actually our first repeat guest. Yeah, he is. So he had previously been on a before. And he is back with more crazy stories, some updates in his current life, talks a little bit about his move, about his new album that he's going to be dropping, as well as a bunch of other things. Talking about getting back into fitness and cutting some weight. Talking about seeing Bigfoot. Yeah. It's a good episode. So make sure you guys stick around for the whole thing. It's a little bit of a long one, but you can do it. I know you can. And before we get too far into it, make sure you guys check out notfortheweek.com. Grab some merch, grab my new training program, all that good stuff, and leave a five-star review because you're fucking awesome. Yep. Yep. Here we go. Remington James. Let's do it. Did it because he does that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? I make my own moves. Yeah, I'm boss. All weak bitches. Please proceed to the exit. Is there no one else? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? We are not for the week. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, man, I am really good, dude. We actually filmed uh, so on a whim. Anchor wanted to do a video for his uh, channel, and it was a thousand rep uh, Rich Piano workout. We did that today. Dude, Ooh, how I, it's. That? It's like anything, you hear it, you're like, that's going to be easy. And you get to about rep 400, and you're like, what in the hell are we doing? My body is so beat up right now, dude. Tomorrow, I'm going to be, it's going to be no fun. You're going to be fucked up. Well, what? I haven't heard that one. What's that one? So basically, it's like, uh, so anxious. I had no idea really what I was getting into, but it was like, uh, man, it was 12 exercises, a lot of sets of like, some were like four sets of 20, some were five sets of 20. So it was like just curls and preacher curls and tricep extensions and just the, so we've been working out because uh, I mean I don't know if you guys ever film videos in gyms when they're real busy oh, I try makes to. it hard oh, it's, it's makes rough. it hard to do yeah so uh, we found this guy that has a CrossFit gym so we go up there and we, we get to film a lot and uh, he had dumbbells that didn't go lighter than twenty pounds and that may not sound like a problem until you're on rep seven hundred and twenty nine and all you got's twenty pound dumbbells bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, dude, he's got big ass arms. He's like, he's just fine. And I'm like, grab, trying to grab weight plates. Like, they got five pound plates here, dude. It was, it was torture. You're like, Hank, I need the spot on these curls right here. Dude, no, for real, man. We, we had, we had the 20 pound dumbbells. I get to rep like 17, 18, and I'd be like, all right, Hank, you get like literally assisting me to get some of these out. It was a, uh, it was a trip. That's good though, dude. You need that grind. Oh, dude, you know, it's like, it's like content. It's like, guys, uh, being, being like a vlogger, you always got to find new and interesting ways to mm -hmm. like make your day more interesting than it probably would have been otherwise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I always think about that. Like, what, cause like, I'm always like, man, I should do a vlog, but I'm like, bro, I got nothing going on today. Like, this would be the boringest <laughs> shit in the world. Nobody's trying you know, to see me sit on my computer for fucking seven hours. Well, like, man, I just recently kind of got back onto the, the vlog grind. And that's always the thing at first. You're like, man, like, because for being real, my days are kind of boring by myself. And if I'm not filming content, I'm just like working in an office all day. So you got to find, you know what I mean? But like, I guess it's trying to find ways to make the boring shit still fun. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I'm, I'm cooking my food the same I do every day, making a meal. Try to make that fun. Try to throw a joke in here or there, you know, like. Yeah. 
Well, that's uh, something I've noticed with you too, in general, with any of your videos, is you make everything, even just walking out to like your car, entertaining. <laughs> so, gotta get the angles. <laughs> yeah, man. the angles. Hey, man, you know it's uh, like I always try to think about it because uh, people ask a lot, like, how do you vlog and all that, and like, you know, how do you edit to make things a certain way? And I always tell people, it's like. When I'm when I'm filming a video, I'm really thinking about it. Like I'm thinking about how I'm gonna edit it while I'm making it. So I'm like, all right, I just filmed this here. Now I got to go to my car. I could just be like, okay, guys, now I'm in my car. But like one thing I try to like really do a role I have with a vlog is like don't explain yourself. Cause like I used to be in a bad habit. Of like now I'm going here to do this for this. Now let's go here. Or like now I kind of like just surprise people. So it's like instead of me like, all right, let me go to my. Oh, now I'm in my car. It's like, all right, you're gonna see me walking to my car if it's three seconds. You know, it takes setting the camera up and filming it but like i think it just adds like a level of uh immersion to it kind of oh, puts you like all right yeah. this is what his walks like <laughs> you know <laughs> no, makes, makes them feel like they're actually there with you kind mm -hmm. of thing yeah I, nice. I, I see uh uh grant's getting on the youtube grind now huh he is man yeah his uh his first video came out a few yeah. weeks back and uh he actually uh no longer he stepped away from RJF and he's got his own design thing now so we actually no longer work together mm -hmm. but uh you know he's branching out on that, that solo path which uh, you know I wish him nothing but the best man mm -hmm. for sure that's cool man. it's cool to see you getting back into it too man I was yeah. I've been watching the channel lately and it's it's cool to see you back on that fitness grind like obviously like it never kind of really went away but like it's cool to see you putting that stuff out again mm -hmm. yeah I, man you know I, th I think we all like go through uh phases in life you know and like uh especially like right after i spent so long grinding out that uh the first project which second project coming very soon by the way sink or swim mm -hmm. she's almost done um Damn, but like putting out yeah putting out that first project like grinded so hard for it and put it out and at the time i didn't even know like really what my uh what I really even wanted out of it. It's like you work so hard for something, you put it out, and you think you're gonna reach this big moment where like your head like you're like, Oh I I did it. Here we go, I'm happy. Like you know what I mean? But it was like reached this point where I was like, damn. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, and I, it took me a few months to like I mean I was still going to the gym and stuff, but I was just like about half there, half not. I took some time off YouTube, just a break. Just really like focused on like, you know, myself, my family. Um, you know, just being just being more present and finding like, all right, like what's really going to make you happy now? Cause you're doing all these things trying to make yourself happy and nothing's really like, not that I'm like super depressed or whatever, but like nothing was like satisfying me. And then it like, uh, I still remember like I made the decision. I was sitting out with Ank and I'm like, all right, I'm going to start vlogging again. And, um, you know, cause Grant stepping away, I put a lot more work back on my plate and I was like, you know, i almost let myself get lazy for a little bit. And I was like, you know, I got to make myself uncomfortable again. And what's that going to be? Like, let's start walking around with the camera again. Let's let's start another challenge. Let's let's get on YouTube. And be like, yo, I'm gonna cut now. I'm gonna get back in my best shape. Like, and uh, to be honest, I'm like busier than I've ever been. But it's almost like that's where I find the happiness. You know what I mean? It's just like always working. It's almost like I don't know. Just like every day, knowing that like you know you hit your macros or you trained really hard or I filmed a video or whatever. It's like going to bed at night knowing, oh damn, I really gave it my all today. Yeah, that just makes going through life easier. Yeah, better it's, it's just like checking stuff off the list you know what i mean like you have your list at the beginning of the day and like that sense of accomplishment at the end of the day when you've checked off pretty much everything on that list mm -hmm. which which by the way james i've been seeing your pictures dude you are looking yoked <laughs> i've been working yoked. man. Working. sunny side up but bust that egg open <laughs> oh <laughs> i was i was kind of in the same the same boat as you i think like the last couple of years like uh like like fitness was important but it wasn't like a huge priority like i was kind of just going through the motions like i wasn't super happy with how things were going hey. 
And then like, I don't know, I've been doing this, this tour, doing all the different styles of training this year. And it just kind of like reinvigorated that. And so I'm like, man, and now I feel better than I felt in years, you know, and it reflects in how, if you're feeling good, it reflects in how you end up looking like, Mm -hmm. because you take more pride in like going to the gym and hitting your macros and it gives you more incentive, you know? Well, it's like uh, one thing I noticed I do a lot recently too is like for a while, man, I didn't – I was so – I almost burnt out. I ought to say burnout because that's probably the right way. I was so burnt out on fitness because I tried so many diets. I did it for years on my channel, right? And um, I got so burnt out on it. I like didn't follow any fitness people on like Instagram other than my, like my close people I really knew in real life. I didn't follow any other YouTube channels that were fitness. I just didn't even want to associate with it. And now you go to my YouTube, look at like the videos I'm watching. I'm watching like Jeff Nippard, Chris, Christian Guzman. Chris, I'm watching all the fitness shit and it's like uh, someone puts something in a video like, hey, I tried this food out. It's really good. Look, and I'm excited. Like, I'm going to go get that and try it. <laughs> hit our max extra fun tomorrow. And it's like, I think part of this like passion and like if you always have have your head in it, in one way, shape, or form, like you see other people that actively enjoy stuff. Uh, yeah, man, it's just a challenge pushing yourself, and I think that's that's really where I'm I'm most comfortable. Like, especially like, dude, getting out and vlogging again, man. It's all like my first vlog back. I had to like get there was like rust on, man. I had to like knock the rust off. I forgot how to do it almost. But it's like muscle memory, though. You just like hop back in, and it's like, and dude, like I started training hard again and really hit my diet. My body is responding so well, and it feels so good again. It, look, it looks like you're getting lean, man. What are you weighing right now? Right now, as of this morning, I was like 171. Damn, man, that's good. Yeah, well, I was about, I'm about three weeks into the diet, I'd say. Let me see. Like 22 days in, and um, I started at like 176. So it's been like, but it's weird. Some days I'll jump down to like 169. Yeah. Then my weight fluctuates a lot, but I do a lot of different foods to hit my macros. And uh, yeah, it's been... I don't know, like, I'm actually happy about fitness again, man. It's it's so much easier to make content when I'm like legit excited to show someone a bag of frozen vegetables. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's the whole thing, right? Like, you got to get enjoyment out of it. If you're not going to get enjoyment out of it, you're not going to stick with it. Like, that's what everyone talks about, all the diets and fitness just in general. If you're not enjoying it, it's it ends up becoming a chore, and then you end up presenting it. But that's that same shit I said so many times on my channel. I, like, just had to remember and it was like, you know, that whole, like, that corny-ass thing you always read, like, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> like, <laughs> for real, though. It's like, you got to actually, like, you know, enjoy it. And uh, I think one big difference this time for me has been um, in the past, I was always very, like, if I was doing it, I was doing it, like, 100%, like, as clean as possible. So, like, white rice, chicken, broccoli, right? I was doing it super strict. And if I wasn't trying some fad diet or whatever, like, this time, it's like, all right, let me let me find all sorts of different stuff. Like, a lot more flexible. I really think that's where, like, the long-term shit is, like, find, like, ways to, like, if you eat the same thing, like, no matter what, you do the same thing all the time every day, you're going to get burned out on it. Oh, 100%. No matter what. But, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> so, thought it went out for a sec. Yeah, you, you got you got to vary it up. Like, I'll do that all the time. I'll go through little, I'll meal prep the same thing for a couple weeks, and then I'll, I'll switch it up, you know, switch up the seasoning and switch up like how you're cooking something that's how it was, it was, when I was cutting too when i was cutting i was just prepping like the same exact shit and i was like okay i need to switch it up and then when i found out that there's so many different ways to cook so many different kinds of food that still fit your macros and that are still healthy and you know then i'll just like every couple of weeks switch it up because well, i don't what so you can cook chicken like eight different ways oh yeah and like six of them are shitty <laughs> and like dude air fryer bro 
Yeah, that air, air fryer. fryer you got. I need to. I need to get that. I was looking at what was that vlog you had the other day, and you were cooking it up, and that shit looks so fucking good. It. I don't know what how it cooks it. I don't know what magic they got in there. I need to read that those patent papers. But like, uh, they're doing something to that chicken in there that shouldn't be legal. It's so good. It comes out like you put like I just put a little garlic powder, a little onion powder, and some uh, sea salt on it, and it like. It literally, if you went, you ever been to a place that has like uh, chicken nuggets that aren't like chicken nuggets? It's almost like they took a chicken tender, like cut it out, just like really good chicken at like a restaurant. Yeah. So it tastes like it tastes like fried chicken, but it's like it's healthy chicken. Oh god. Yeah, that's dude every day. I've I've three weeks straight, I think. Every every chicken, <laughs> chicken three times a day. I don't give a shit. It's so good. Yeah, I need I need to get on that man because my chicken's starting to taste like ass. <laughs> dude, worst way to make chicken, bro. Put it in a crock pot. God damn, you wanna you wanna die on the inside every bite? <laughs> I used to do that, dude. <laughs> I did I, that for I was like I was like always like, okay, what can I do that's the fastest, easiest way for me to not have to worry about it but still have my meals? I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna boil it. I'm gonna oh, throw it in a pan. I, I would I wouldn't even put mine in a crock. I just would boil mine, just boil the water, throw some breasts in and heat them up. That's that's so disgusting. Dude, it was the it was the amount of mustard and hot sauce I had to use to get through yeah. my meal every two hours, I was like, shit. And like every four hours, I was going through a whole bottle of mustard. Every six hours, I was going through a whole bottle of hot sauce. You know what I mean? So just just for a little flavor. I mean, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm three weeks into this diet, you know, a little over, and it's like uh, right now I'm still good. So I imagine as I keep getting leaner, you know, the cravings get hard. But this has been really by far – I would say too on my macros right now, I'm at 58 fat, 212 protein, and 184 grams of carbs a day. Any other time I've dieted, I'm always like um, – back in the day especially when I was like really hardcore, I was doing eating challenges a lot and shit. So I always purposely set my macros way lower to make up for like binging on the weekends, right? So it was like 100 grams of carbs or less. I remember being on like 70 grams of carbs like starting a diet out. And it was like – 20 minutes of cardio a day, always playing catch up. I ran myself into the ground. This time has been 20 minutes of stair stepper cardio. I'm watching some Dragon Ball Super on the on the stair stepper and just like eating carbs and just like not feeling like I'm really missing out on anything, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, yeah, like I said, I feel, you know, they say everything happens for a reason, right? And I feel like right now I'm like the best Remington I could be 100%. I'm ready to like, in, in every way though, you know what I mean? Instead of like, because in a minute, for a while, I was like, right, I'm just going to focus on, on the music. And I'm going to try to like, push myself away from the fitness stuff because I'm kind of done with it. But then I'm just realizing, like, why can't I just be – like, why why can't I be dope at everything I do? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's trying to be like this this one trick point. Like, just, fuck, just do it all, man. Kill all of it. Work yeah. hard at all of it. Well, be multidimensional because, like, fitness does – will get old, you know. It, it goes through its phases. Like, you'll get sick of it every now and then. So you need to have something else that you can fall back on that keeps you, you know, in that good headspace. Yeah, and this uh, really does just like accomplishing something every day, you know, whatever that is. And like I really do try. Like um, my girlfriend has like has a daughter, and we 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 spend more time now together than we ever did. We've been together for like five years. Um, we spend more time now together than we've ever spent because it used to be like I had to work every single day. Like I was working on Sundays, filming, editing, doing videos every day, and then every other day for a while. It was like we made obligatory like Sundays, like family day, no matter what. And then, um, you know, Friday nights, Saturday nights, we see each other. So it's like uh, that too, man. Like you forget what it like. Sometimes you get so isolated by yourself. And, you know, you like I'm all, always by yourself in front of a computer doing this, whatever. And like all your social interactions are filmed and edited and put online. And everything looks a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like 
but to really like like real love though man like like real love like when i walk in and little girls like just 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 so excited to see me like let's build blanket forts let's wrestle let's do this let's do that like and all like she came downstairs the other day stuck in slow motion right and i don't know how stupid are but next thing you know she touches me and then i'm stuck in slow motion we're both stuck in slow and it's just like I don't know, man. It's uh, it's wild, and then, yeah, I don't understand how people can't be good parents, man. It's like that's so much fun, but it also does something for me too. So it's like no matter what I'm doing, even on a Sunday while I'm not working, it's like I'm still trying to, you know, be a really good role model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be present. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's key, man. Yeah, I have a son now, and uh, I was gonna, I was excited to ask actually. Yeah, yeah. So my my boy is uh, he's two months old. And uh, right now, for me, is the busiest time in my life, too. Like, I'm working two jobs, I'm going to school, and I'm just trying to, like, do all this stuff to provide for, like, my family and my son and also be a good role model. But what's happening is, like, by doing all this stuff, I'm sacrificing, like, a lot of time with him because I'm gone from, like, 5.30 in the morning, and then I get home at 10 o'clock at night. And then it's, like, he's he's usually sleeping already. So I'm, like, fuck, I wake up, he's asleep. I come back home, he's asleep, and I don't really get much time, so I always make sure to, like, have like friday afternoons if i'm not working those friday afternoons and like saturday and sunday like those are days i dedicate to like spending time with like my girlfriend or spending time with like her and my son it's it's cool but yeah you definitely miss out on time like that and you forget like how important stuff like that is you know well you know and i'd say too everything is like uh you know all the work now is a means to an end later oh yeah absolutely yeah that's why i'm working so hard right now because it's like i'm not going to be working this hard forever you know what i mean it's all getting me to where i can be into a a better like financial situation and be able to have more free time might as well do it now you know hey man we're all still young you know i don't feel young sometimes but (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean we're we're all still young i don't want to be like i'd love to be in a position where like when i'm 50 i don't got to run around with a camera and into a kroger you know what i mean i'd I'd love to not have to do that but uh might be a little played out by then yeah, no kidding. Dude, okay. everybody's going to have a channel, man. There's so much new content to watch all the time. It's like I'm on YouTube now, man. It's like the best time to make content because, like, I get on and I'll, like, find channels that don't have, like, much love really. And I'm like, this this is awesome. Subscribe. Yeah. Like. It's it's crazy. Like, I, I, I've been I've been spending some time on YouTube, like, the last couple of weeks. And it's crazy. Some of the shit that you, like, videos from, like, six or seven years ago have started popping up. And I'm like, holy shit, there's just so much stuff out there. <laughs> There's, there's content for everything. Like, I just got done watching an iDubbbz uh, content cop. So it's like this series he has, this dude. It's funny shit. But he gets on. He just calls people out for their content. And it really, it's a really fun, interesting videos to watch because he does them really, really cleverly. And then, like, I can scroll down. And you got, like, Doug DeMuro. He's, like, reviewing cars and shit. And you got, like, a dude just playing Pokemon with one Pokemon, Alpharad, from start to finish. Like, can I beat Pokemon Red with just a Magikarp? I'm, like, stuck in these rabbit holes at night for hours. Just like, okay, now I, w- I want to buy a Porsche now. I'm going to try to beat Pokemon Red with a Magikarp. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's wild, man. It's like, uh, it's good and it's like, but I always like, there, there's like two two ends of the spectrum. I try to find balance, but it's like, I always tell people like, you're either a creator or a consumer mm-hmm. of the content. So it's like, have fun enjoying it. But I, I, I recommend anybody be creative, man. There's no better outlet than when you make something and you're like, I am fucking proud of that. Is that, how, is that how you're feeling about this new this new new album coming out? Yeah, bro. So my my whole thought process this is actually this has been way harder to do than the last one, way harder because uh, I stepped away from it 
and um like i'm absolutely in love with it but like i want to sh- i'm gonna show like an evolution and shit so like this one's been a lot more just about like uh a lot more introspective like like a lot of shit about uh whew, how i feel and shit you know that old sad story um nah, just, just just like trying to really like use my voice in certain ways because like lord knows i can't sing with a little auto tune can do all right but uh it's just like trying to find ways to like Dude, if, if I showed all my, like, all the attempts I made, like, I'm working on a song right now, and every time you, like, track in a new vocal clip, so, like, a new take, it'll, like, number it, one, two, three. I'm on, like, take, like, 342. <laughs> so I will stay at that mic and try shit and try shit and try shit, and eventually shit works, and it sounds cool, but, like, I'm, I'm super, because, like, on my first shit, when I put it out, it was, like, I would get songs to a point, and I'd go, that's good enough, let's go. Next one, next one, next one. This one, I'm really like, all right, like, because I, I can listen back, and there's little parts I would tweak or change, you know, in retrospect. So it's like, this time, I want to make sure that, like, every song I put out, not only do I, like, 100% love, but, like, I don't want to fill it with just something just because I did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm throwing away a lot more shit or putting it on the back burner now if it's, like, not worth it. And this is going to be a tight project, man. It's probably only going to be, like, seven songs this time around. It's going to be, like, like, a tight little project. But my goal is, like, everyone to be, like, just like a hundred you know that's awesome man yeah you're probably not as the first one you're probably like just excited to get it out there you know like you're not as worried about it so it's cool now that you're it's just showing growth yeah now you've now you've had feedback too now you know what songs people like or what songs people didn't like or you want or you know you know like what specifically about you as a rapper and an artist people liked which you know, going into this new album, you're now going to be able to to take that and kind of use that and be like, okay, well, this kind of worked, this kind of didn't work. You know, what's me? What's not? What do people like? What do people not? So there's a lot. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more like thought well, process that goes into it. If I'm judging by the fucking Spotify numbers, people love Psychopath. For yeah. And I'm like, dude, like I made that was like the one of the easiest songs I made. I was just angry and yelled at that microphone for three minutes, and somehow that turned into like. Like the one that people really fuck with. Like I don't know why. That's the one that everybody. I mean, I mean like villain, but I promoted the fuck out of villain. So, yeah. but like for psychopaths to have no no promo, no video, no nothing, and for it to have just damn near right on with villain for me is like is wild. It's, it's so I, I don't know. You guys need to get on and yell, bro. <laughs> I mean, shit, it, work, it works for Rob Bailey. Yeah, for Rob Bailey. <laughs> Drink a six pack of Bud Light, put a pinch of snuff in, and get to it, boys. There you go. That's that's the key right there. I've never listened to any of Rob's music. How is that? Is that like rock? It's like it's, it's like rock, rap, rock, rap, 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 rock, rap, rock. I don't know. It's I don't cool. know how you would it's like punk, punk, but but rock, but he just also he rap. screams a lot. He yells okay. like motivational quotes. Yeah, it's good. It's cool. It works for for the gym. Hey, for sure. that, that, that's one of the OGs right there, man. That dude's a legend, regardless. Yeah, man. Hey, man, Dana, man, like oh, they're killing it. Oh yeah, I mean, I dude, I haven't. The crazy thing is, they used to be so. Maybe I just don't follow them really. I guess I get, like I follow very like few people in fitness, but like uh, I remember I see them everywhere. Yeah, I feel I feel like they're kind of taking a step back, you know, like almost kind of like maybe they got burnt out of the industry a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, I can see it. Well, they're doing a lot all the time, every day. They're doing a lot of outdoorsy stuff now too. Mm-hmm. That seems to be like they're the making movement. a lot of outdoor stuff. Yeah, that seems to be the movement now. I see a lot of a lot of those. Like fitness guys going into that where like they're not working out in a gym as much. Now they're doing like outdoors and hiking and biking and all that type of stuff. That's cool because well, that I, promotes a different type of like healthy lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other well, than like makes people feel like they don't have to necessarily be in a gym. 
there's something to be said about getting out in nature though. Oh, hundred percent, dude. Like I definitely don't do it enough. I'm especially when you're like so involved in the internet and like that's your job. I'm just mm. like and I'm like a nerd, so I spent like most of my life inside, if we're being real, uh, playing <laughs> video games and shit, you know, so it's like, now, like, I went on a hike the other day, and just like, uh, this dude, this summer, actually, I have, I've always been super self-conscious of having my shirt off, even when I was super into fitness, if I wasn't the most shredded I'd ever been, I was so scared to take my shirt off, so really? something like, oh yeah, it's weird shit, but so, the, the, it's crazy how, like, the brain plays tricks on you, because people could, like, look, look at me and be like, you know, like, why, why wouldn't you do it? You know, but it's always that weird, like, you grow up a certain way. Like, I grew up just, like, out of shape, nerdy, and I wore a shirt, slept in a shirt. You know what I mean? There's some people listening that can relate to that shit. I used but, to swim uh, in a shirt, bro. Oh, you were one of them? Hell yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite do that, but no, dude, I, I, I never I made it that far either. I was, a, I was a heavy kid, okay? It was embarrassing. I feel like, I feel like swimming in the shirt is almost worse. It's almost a worse look. Well, you, then people realize how fat you are. Yeah, because then it's like hugging you and it's like accentuating like your, <laughs> your nips and shit. Yeah, my dad was always like, just take your fucking shirt off. And I'm like, no, I'm fucking fat. <laughs> right. I, it's one of those things like, because like, at least, at least from like my, it's not like I ever see anybody mm-hmm. and I'm like, they're fat as shit. You know what I mean? I, I never do that. like if someone's wearing a shirt in the pool, you're like, they think they're fat as shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm about it. It almost draws more attention to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But right. at the time, I was like, people don't know that I'm fat if I have my shirt on. <laughs> they can't tell. They can't tell even though my belly, yeah, my the shirt's stuck I'm to my stomach. Shit. I'm bald as shit and I wear a hat every day, yeah. all the time. I'm going bald, bro. That's why I always have a hat on. Hey, man, dude. All right. What I what I will say from someone that started going bald at 16 years old in high school, Dang. for one, it's always something that scars you for life. That right there will do it to you, bud. But, um... <laughs> I got to about, all right, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys a little story about how I first realized I was fucking bald, right? Because we go through stages of denial with it. You start losing your hair. You're like, I ain't losing my fucking hair. Comb it a little bit. You see it thinning. You're like, I ain't fucking, man. Nah, nah, I'm going to gel it. And then, like, I remember, doing my first job, I worked at this gas station, Circle K, right, here in oh, town. Oh, yeah, Circle K, Dude, man. You'd get mystery shopped, right? So they'd send someone from corporate to come in and, like, buy some shit off you, and you had to, like, upsell them. Like, hey, Reese's are two for three bucks, or do you want two monsters? Like, they purposely set you up in this shit you got to upsell people on. So I got mystery shop one day and uh, passed, like, 100%. And they're like, you got mystery shop. And I'm like, you know, like, you know who it was? I was like, I have no idea. Like, let's show you the video. And it was that top-down gas station behind the, you know, the cigarettes and the <laughs> on camera. And I had my hair cut so short, like, buzz. I just buzzed it all the time. And from the top, I swore I had a full head of fucking hair. From the top down, from this video, you'd have sworn I had no hair at all. And I was just rocking the bald guy look, like short, bald hair. I went home at night, bought a razor, and shaved my whole head. Like, looked in the mirror like, this is way easier. Threw a hat on top, and I've never looked back. Oh, yeah, man. This is life-changing right there. Life-changing moment. Getting uh, mystery shopped at Circle Kips. No, but, but okay. for real, I, I think that everybody has uh, has shit about themselves they really don't fucking like. Oh, yeah. And coming to terms with that shit and just like owning it. So like, but I, just what I was gonna say earlier. So back back to that pool shit. So my whole life I've never been a pool guy, and this summer I like swore that I was gonna spend as much time by the pool, getting some sun, getting a tan, and relaxing as I could. I've been in the pool more this year, just chilling poolside, and sometimes even swimming, just having some drinks. More this this year than I have like every other year in my life probably combined. If we're not counting the little kid going to the bullshit, mm-hmm. adult, adult life. 
Yeah, dude. But like actually relaxing, man. You know, like that's a key too, man. I've worked so fucking hard, and so many times I wouldn't let myself like relax. I'd go to bed stressed, wake up stressed. Now it's like, all right, I can take a day and just chill, man. Does wonders as long as, long as you don't get addicted to that chilling, then you just chill all the time. Mm. A lot of people do that shit too. Oh, that shit, it's addicting. Yeah, you'll if that's if I take too many like days off in a row, it, you you start yourself start to feel yourself kind of like fall into that trap of like man i don't want to do anything oh, today yeah. or tomorrow dude that's how yeah if i miss a couple of days at the gym i'm like fuck i already hate myself for missing three so what's four gonna do and four turns into five which turns into two weeks which turns into two months <laughs> dude and then, and then i look at myself and i'm like what the fuck you know what I mean? dude it's it's like that whole like cheating on your diet shit yep like, that's what me and ank always have this thing cause we're both the same way like we won't cheat on like a Thursday or Friday, because we know what happens. A Thursday will turn into the Friday to the Saturday, and then Sunday, fuck it, we're gonna start back on Monday. Like that's how it always it always rolls over. And sometimes it just never quits rolling. And a month later, dude, I have gotten so lean before. And like like Christian Guzman just posted a video. He gained like thirty pounds after his show, right? Like, dude, I've I've done that same shit. It's like uh, go in for a photo shoot. The leanest I ever got. I remember like it was the weekend after, and I'm like at this after party after party shit i live in a small town we're at, we're at the afterwards with like four people and uh, I, I just i'm still high off my photo shoot right not realizing all the debony like shit all week I remember looking in the mirror and my fucking abs were gone after a week and i just remember just being like floored by it drunk as shit at like 4 a.m like my abs are gone in a week That's it's so wild weird. how that shit fucking happen man that's what people don't like to stay super super lean like it's such a chore bro like well, Mooney has talked about that before on, on videos where he talks about how it's just not sustainable to to stay super, super lean year-round. I mean, it has to be your job. Like, you have to yeah. be, like, oh, yeah. you have to be making money off of it. Otherwise, there's no there's no way that you could keep your sanity and do that. Mm-hmm. Like, was- it's, it, there's nothing worse than that feeling either of looking in the mirror and, like, seeing your abs gone. You're like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> just had them? They just slipped through your fingers, bro? I've never had abs, so I don't know what that feels like yet. Just don't, just don't get abs. You won't know what that feels like. <laughs> All it does is bring problems. It just brings problems. They're kind of overrated. When they're here, you like you love them, but you're starving and miserable and not doing anything with your life. And then when they're gone, you're mad at yourself for not taking more pictures. Yeah, Every time. Real shit right there. <laughs> that's real shit. Every time. I'm like, well, back when I did this cut, and I, don't even, I have like three pictures from it. I'm like, damn. You're like, why didn't I take more selfies? I know. I wish I would have took more selfies when I was like when I had cut down to two forty five. Yeah, what what are you weighing now? Uh, I'm like two. I just weighed this, myself this morning, and I weighed in at two fifty one point four. He's cutting down though too. But it's been a weird. It's been a really weird thing because I was like two forty five, and then I kind of started to put some weight on, and then my girlfriend got pregnant, and I started to put more weight on, and then she had Kingston, my my son. And then I put a ton of fucking weight on because I started working a lot more, which means I started eating a lot more. And then I w- also wasn't going to the gym. So I was just eat- working and then coming home and just eating and hanging out. For like two months, all I did was just – I didn't touch a weight. And it put like a lot of weight. I put like 15 pounds on or something like that. So I went back up to like 265. And then I looked at myself and I was like, oh, fuck, I can't do this because it's a slippery slope and I'm already sliding, you know. So then I decided Anytime. to change it up. So now I'm down. Now I'm down like – fucking 14 pounds or so and i'm 
feeling a lot better. Body comp's changing again. Feeling stronger, getting my strength back, feeling more confident. So it's nice. Well, you're you're a big dude, anyways, man. Like yeah. you're like a stocky, strong dude, anyways. I see some of those videos you post, bro. <laughs> I can't I can't lift no weight like it. Both of you guys, I can't lift weight like that. I got I got these fragile halo bones <laughs> when I put so much halo, bro. <laughs> I can bench all right for my weight, but man, I got I got these Sega Genesis tendons. I got <laughs> I got a, I, I I'm an aesthetic type. You got the show of, muscles. That's good exactly. because you look good in pictures. I don't, so I just do videos, lifting stuff. And when I'm not feeling strong, I don't have any content. <laughs> I can't, it's not like I, can, I look good. So if 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 I'm not looking, if I don't look good, and I'm also not strong, I really don't have anything to offer anybody. You know what I mean? I, I will say that when you're dieting and shit, it makes like pictures so much easier because like, oh, yeah. like so much easier because you're like, all right, just take just take your shirt off, snap a pic, flex, crank the details up, get all them shadows right. Am I standing under the right light? Uh, but that, that is one. That is another crazy thing too, man. Lighting, bro. Oh my god. Like, like people, I don't think people really like if you're not in the fitness this fear. Like, dude, I've just posted a picture. The last picture on my IG. I'm standing there with my sister and I'm flexing. I look bone shredded in that picture, right? But my mom looks at it, the picture, and she goes, where did those abs come from? And I stand up, and then I flex. She's like, oh, you just weren't flexing. So, like, she she was, like, floored by it. Yeah. Like, well, you flexed. The sun was coming down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, the- had a, I just had a photo shoot, and I had to do, like, because I'm a bigger guy, so, like, in order to get, like, the right angles to make me look, you know, more jacked but also lean at the same time, I had to do, like – flex a certain type of way and like position my body a certain type of way to where I just look like a freak because otherwise I just look like an out of shape fucking fat person you know what I mean so it's crazy Dude, it's crazy though you, you can still take you can still be super lean and I'll still pick apart those pictures though and I'll be like man I still look like shit oh wow. <laughs> bro I'm I, I feel like I'm my my own worst critic like like lately on the vlog too, man. I was the type, maybe back when I started, but for a while, I refused to wear short sleeve shirts, and uh, like, I only wore long sleeve shirts, and I like I would not wear a tank top because I thought everybody's gonna say I look small, like for real. And then lately, like that's been my new thing on the channel. Like I'm just gonna wear tank tops all the time. I'm just gonna do this and do this and do this. I'm not gonna care what anybody thinks. I'm just gonna like do my and fuck. No one. If I've gotten more comments on my lately than I ever got. Hell Even yeah. back when I was in my best shape. So it's uh, I, I think a lot of it too, man, is finding your flaws or whatever you think are your flaws and just owning them because I, I don't think people think about your shit as much as you think about your shit. Mm-hmm. Well, you're your own worst critic. Right. Do you think going through all that shit with, uh, with releasing the first album and all like the negativity and shit you got from that, like you think that helped you kind of break through that and not give a fuck anymore? And- yeah, dude, um, 100%. Uh, you know, one problem back then, man, that I had was uh, I went and saw a therapist, right? I didn't need to go see a therapist for anything. I mean, I probably should have, but I went just because I was trying to get prescribed Adderall. And I got a prescription of fucking uh, Vyvanse 30 milligram pills, right? This was like early last year. And because um, I was thinking in my head, like, I don't need these, but someone gave me one once. And I was like, I worked harder. I was happier. All these things I thought I was. And I got to where I was taking this motherfucking pill every day. And I, that's when I really noticed that I let, like, negativity sort of bother me more. Because I think my, my – one thing about that shit is, like, you don't even realize it, but it almost makes you meaner, quicker to react, quicker to snap, quicker to, like, get mad. And, like, it's funny now because, like, I barely get any negativity now. But when I do, I kind of just laugh. And if, it, if, it's, if it's real, real ignorant, 
I'll just like delete it. If it's not, if it's just kind of a critique, I'll let it stay. And if it's like just some blatant bullshit, I'll block somebody. But it's like now I just kind of laugh at it. Back then I couldn't even laugh at it. I would get so mad. Like, who is this? Like, can I search that name on Instagram? What's a student? You'd find some people and you look at their profile. And then that's the only way I'd feel better is if I could see, see their profile. Like, oh, I get why. But if I couldn't see it, it was anonymous. I was like, God damn it. (laughs) I quit taking that shit like, uh, what was it, April? April or May? I like. I was like, all right, I'm done with it. I flushed them all down the toilet, and um, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, do I feel back to normal? That's awesome. Which, man. which, which is wild too. That like you can take something that like people get prescribed, like it's children and all the time. And I think you know, probably probably a little, little stupid on my part, but I really thought it was gonna help with my performance, like make me work harder, work faster, not be tired. And it worked perfectly with Omad, cause I wasn't hungry. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's weird though. You, like, so I would say, yeah, it helped me a lot. But it also made, like made me learn a lot about myself and like about what really matters. Because I took that time off of YouTube, and it's like you step away from it. I didn't post for like what three, three months or something. Yeah, it was a while. It's, yeah, it was a minute. But like, I was able to just kind of sit back and then see what like what's my real life like. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is really cool. This is really good. Like, I have cool friends. I have cool people I kick it with. Like. I love the people in my life. And then you kind of come back, like, almost like wipe the slate clean because I was so into social media there for a minute. And, uh, you know, I still try. Like, I have my apps hidden, like, in a folder, in a folder. So, like, to get to them is, like, four extra steps. That does a lot for me not scrolling all day and shit because it's so easy to fall in those wormholes. And I feel like I feel like you got to give your uh, – I think I was Joe Rogan was talking about this, but, like, talk about, like, the brain diet. Like, if you're giving your brain nothing but bullshit – like people that sit and read about politics all day and just like people mad at other people mad about other people that are mad over a tweet, someone, you know what I mean? That Like people that just ingest that content all day and wonder why they're depressed and upset. It's because you're just reading bullshit all day, man. Yeah. Like, dude, there, there's a channel on YouTube where you can find baby kittens that meet a raccoon for the first time. And that's a two minute video and that shit will make your day better. <laughs> I'm going to need that link right there. Yeah, if you could link that, that'd be great. <laughs> I was, uh, so I, I was out the other night, and uh, this girl that goes to my gym I've like never talked to. She's always behind me on on a cardio machine. I'm always in front of her on the stair stepper. And then like I'm out, and she's like, oh, "Okay, I've been meaning to ask you." She's been drinking, so her inhibitions or whatever. Like she's willing to like say something, and she's like, "Hey, uh, so why are you watching kittens and pigs and shark? Like, what are you watching? Sometimes it's cartoons. I'm like, all right, well, sometimes it's Dragon Ball, sometimes it's Attack on Titan, sometimes it's Animal Planet, baby." <laughs> Start the day off the right foot. Don't judge me for my cardio choices. <laughs> Listen, whatever gets me. Dude, Attack on Titan, that's, that show's pretty tight, actually. Oh, dude, I'm on it. I just started season three. It's, yeah. uh, it's really good. So it's really hard because like you get into it. Mm-hmm. But what I try to do for cardio, little hack, is find a show that's as long as your cardio session. Ooh. So Attack on Titan's 20 minutes. Those are my sessions now. Start each episode. So you, you're almost like looking forward to cardio. Yeah. Because you can watch you're like, a show. But don't watch that shit at home. Or you're gonna be out episodes. You gotta find a new show. You gotta have that hook there. It almost takes back some of that shit where it's like uh, when I was a kid, man, watching Dragon Ball Z. It was like Wednesday or Monday through Friday. It was on like 5:30 p.m. Like, and I was a kid. It was I tuned in and like you had to wait till the next day. Kind of brings some of that shit back too. Some of that excitement to actually like enjoy a show because you know how it is now, man. You find a show, you binge watch that shit. Oh yeah. And it's just like I've been watching. Uh, uh, me and Kaya just started watching the show Lucifer on Netflix. Someone recommended that to me. It's a pretty good show, dude. It's like it's. I like it a lot. It's funny. It's like dark humor, so it's funny. If you have dark humor, I do. So I got. But it's about the devil. So it's yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, oh, hold up. Well, while we're all here, we all watched Game of Thrones, right? Oh, yeah. I've never seen an episode of Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, this fucker. Dude, you're just like Ank. Ank. <laughs> like, Ank, watch Lucifer, but I'm like, here's my HBO logins, Ank. You sit, watch the first episode that he is, he can't just, something in him that makes him physically ill to try to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> but you just, just gotta tell like, him that there's titties in there at some point. <laughs> The problem is, is everyone's already seen every episode. They're, all of them are already out, so it's like I'm so far behind. No, that, that, that why would I even start? Of, that gives you plenty of stuff to binge watch. Like you're not gonna binge watch it in a week, dude. Uh, so my, my whole thing in the Game of Thrones was uh, when I was working at Sprint. This guy uh, John, shout out to John, man, that was one of the coolest people I ever met. Uh, but he was like super nerd, man, and like. He was like so obsessed with things and he'd like push them on you. Like, I love Game of Thrones. So it was like, you got to watch it. And this was back before you could get all these apps and shit to watch them. So it was like, yeah, that's like the DVD collection, Blu ray, whatever. So it was like, because so I got the first season on Blu ray. I'll bring it in. Promise me you'll watch it. Because I was always like, I ain't watching that shit. He brought it. I remember I was actually going through a breakup at the time. And it was like, I was like off work. I was back on work to sprint. So I wasn't doing no YouTube, no shit. So I would have two days off in the middle of the week, every week, just straight. So uh, back then, before I was grinding, it was like, I'm just going to like lay in bed, play games or watch something. So I started Game of Thrones. I had season one done by the time those two days where he gave it to me on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, off. Thursday, had it back season one. And I'd already, what I did was, this is poor man, how you, how back in the day, how you put the poor man watched a show. You would get on eBay, find the used DVD collection. Oh, yeah. You'd buy that shit for $30, watch it, and then sell it back for $30 again. <laughs> so, and you paid the fees, you watched it for like three bucks. So I did that all the way. I watched every episode in like three weeks. And then, you know, then I was a faithful and loyal goat. Goat fan. Bro, what did you think of the last season? All right, man. So a lot of people... I feel like we live in a culture where it's easier to just hate on something instead of having like a real critical opinion and looking at like the thing in its entirety. Um, I can't say that I'm like overly upset with how it ended. Do I think they could have done things better? Do I think they could have like added four more episodes and padded some shit out? It seemed like at the end it was like a lot of shit that should have taken episodes to like resolve happened in like five minutes. Yeah, they were rushing it a little bit. Exactly. But um, I mean, I, I can't be mad, man. Like, you know, people are like, I hate Game of You talk to people now and they say they hate Game of Thrones. I'm like, how can you hate it? Dude, we got years of entertainment out of that shit. What's well, a 10 year show, bud? Nine years of that. You were all happy and on board. Yeah. Like now all of a sudden, you know, and they didn't do anything too out there, I thought. Like, I thought, you know what I mean? It wasn't. I remember watching the ending. I'm like, that was the ending. But it was like, you know? Yeah. I'm reading. The, you wanted this, a little bit bigger, like, climax, but it's all good. It's all good, bro. Amazing show still. So what it got me to do was get on Audible, by the way. Audible is a game changer. But you can do audiobooks on there. So I got the Game of Thrones audiobooks. You guys ever listen to an audiobook? Oh, yeah. I love Audible. Audible's Audible's sick, man. I've never listened dude. to an audio tape. It's worth it, dude. Yeah. So for me, man, I have like a wild racing head. So when I lay in bed at night, I've always had trouble sleeping because my brain will just go everywhere. So like what I do at night is like my nighttime rituals. I put on an audiobook and I listen to it till I fall asleep. Sometimes I'll listen for two hours before I fall asleep. But something about it kind of relaxes me. So like Game of Thrones, man. I'm listening to the listeners' audiobooks now. Oh my gosh. You know, everybody says like the book's better than the show or the movie, whatever, and most times I mean show's pretty damn good, but these books after watching the show, I don't know. Something about it. You think the books Just, are better? Ah, oh, man. Um it's it's hard to say because like I mean, in the show, obviously, I, I watched the show first. So it's like I don't. 
there's different experiences, man. The books are much more in depth. Like I think a lot of times in the shows, you don't get that inner voice in someone's head. Yeah. It's, you know, but in books, you get a lot of the inner monologue, what people are thinking before they say said thing. So it's like you get a lot more of that shit. I think it's uh, good for the backstory and characters and shit. I mean, if you're a nerd, it's cool. If you watch the show, I mean, you know, unless you're itching for Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. Do you see all the people making uh, the the writers for Game of Thrones got to deal with Netflix? It was like fucking ridiculous. And all these people are uh, saying they're going to boycott Netflix because they're like mad at the writers still for the Game of Thrones finale. Dude, like I said, we live in a world where people have nothing better to do than to be upset about shit. It's like, but you know, if you think about that though, it's like it's a big system of like the media knows that's a super good clickbaity story. You're, I mean, you heard about it. I saw that by Yahoo News. I didn't click on, but it's like, it's like they know that's good. So like, let's say you get a thousand people that band together, and all these people just want to be part of a group, have some people that they can relate to. So they're all like, yeah, we're all gonna boycott the show, yeah, and then a thousand people do it. And then all these new sites go, wait a minute, this is super clickbaity. Because it's all sensational titles and shit. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. We're in the age of clickbait. Everybody wants your attention. So it's like, you know, and now it's the story we're talking about. So it fucking works. Yeah, it's, it's I just crazy. think that's a, that's a terrible waste of energy, man. Let, oh, let, the guys, let the guys do their shit. Jeremy and I was talking about that the other day. We were talking about people that aren't like getting upset about that. Like it's always it's always somebody that has nothing better going on in their life. Like. You never see somebody like that's successful, like going out of their way to be like, you know what? Fuck those Game of Thrones writers. Like, yeah, you never see someone who's out who's out there actually trying to do better. Say, hey, fuck you to anyone, really. I said, you know, I was me and Ank, me and Ank were talking about this, and it was like, uh, I look at anybody that's successful, like uh, a lot of people like hate on Conor McGregor, right? But it's like, how could you ever hate someone that has done all the shit? That some of these people have done mm-hmm. like I, not that i can put myself in his shoes but it's like the level of work it takes to oh, ever yeah. have that much attention to get to world championship you know same thing with uh, a lot of people hate on floyd mayweather yeah. you know but it's like how could you hate on that like like legit hate it might be one thing to like troll a little bit but like legit hate someone that's really successful like that it's like that that's just a motivator yeah yeah it's one thing to like maybe maybe you don't like him as a person maybe mm-hmm. but like you got to respect what he what respect he's done. Grind. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not easy to get to that position. Mm-hmm. And the work it takes. I mean, it's hard enough dieting for twelve weeks to get abs. You know, I've been getting punched in the face repeatedly for years, hoping that you don't have like a massive head injury, hoping you don't. You know, it ain't all for nothing. You never gave up. Yeah, and McGregor was piss poor and. Just didn't pay for shit, and just like every cent he had went towards training, with the hope that one day he's gonna make it. And now he's now he's got the Mac Mansion, drives a dude, drives a Bentley and Rolls Royce. Dude, the best part about it is he's been with that same girl I through know. all. Of- Bro, you don't That's see that anywhere. Dude, not dude. All these dudes get like. I remember Phil Heath was a big dude I followed in bodybuilding forever. That dude straight up had his woman, got up to the top, and then left her for some younger bro. That shit happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And and you and you didn't hear about it at all. He just casually just showed up one day on Instagram with a new chick. <laughs> like, like, what the oh. fuck happened there? Right, cool. Speaking of, you guys going to the Olympia this year? I'm going. Yeah, Are I you? am not. <sighs> so um, me and Ank actually, uh, so we leave not this Monday coming up, but the Monday after that to uh, go look at properties in Texas for for the move. Oh nice. So moving to Texas. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Nice. Oh yeah. 
I'm thinking uh, Houston area. Like, uh, sounds kind of cliche. Cause I think uh, Christian Guzman and Max and all them live down in like that Sugarland area. But like, it's pretty cheap to live down there. Oh, 100 percent, dude. Like, and like, worth you, it. dude, and like just the better weather and like, you know, I'm just I'm a little burnout on where I'm at to be honest. A little burnout mm-hmm. on uh, the people, the drama, bro. Everybody around here knows who I am. And like, I would love to be able to walk in somewhere and just like not be like who's here who who doesn't like me who you know what i mean i like just walk in somewhere like where no one knows who you are and if you know me it's because you know my work yeah and that's it yeah it's it's it seems like there'd be a lot more opportunities and stuff too out there as opposed to ohio well just meeting people that are like creative like uh there's some youtubers in our city but like they're all like startup youtubers like there ain't there ain't no one around here. i think uh who roman atwood he lives uh a little ways away from me but um, that's the only big, big, big YouTuber like around here. So I don't know anybody that films videos, like like real videos. Like I don't know anybody that does music really. Like I got some pre- friends over in Newark, shout out Muzz, that uh, he was on my first project. But like um, other than that, like no one around here is really doing anything that inspires me. So to, like be in an area, hopefully I can get that. I mean, I think being close to Houston will be good anyways. But like I'm um, just being somewhere where people are at, like right and rub shoulders with people that are doing cool shit, yeah. and the weather's nice around. Yeah, that's so it's a big like, key. Big key. No more snow. Dude, well, that and just like uh, if I didn't move, I would like – I think I'd look back at the rest of my life and always like regret it. Because mm-hmm. I've always – like in you know, in the way I had to look at it with Ank too was like worst case scenario. We go down there and we hate it. It ain't like we're stuck. It ain't like you do that and you're just like, oh, man, we're stuck. Like leases at, at most be like a year. Right. I didn't come back. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just ready for some adventure, man. I'm ready for some uh, new shit in my life. Well, while you while you have the ability to do that, you need to you need to take advantage, right? Because you're not always going to be like, who knows? Eventually, you'll get tied down, and you won't have the luxury of it just being just you to be able to pick right. up and go somewhere. Right. Yeah. My and you know the whole YouTube thing being mobile, and I would like give me. Because, like, the city I live in is really small. So there ain't really – if we want to do anything, like, halfway cool, we got to go to Columbus. So it's, like, everywhere here locally, I've played out in so many videos. I can only go to the, the Rising Park so many times. You know what I mean? I can only go to Ank's house so many times. And it's just, like, there's nowhere, like, like I said, unless we go to Columbus, which is 40 minutes away, if you don't count rush hour traffic, you can beat that. So it's, like – I don't know, just being just being in some cool shit. Like, give me give me some new shit to find and film. To let, I think it'll just make my channel channel better. You know, a lot of fitness people down there. Shit, go over to Alphalete Gym, grab a lift. Yeah, like there's just lots of, lots of people doing shit. Austin's not that far away. Austin's so, fun. Just, Austin's a lot of fun. I was out there last year. Super good time. But yeah, there, yeah, there's something to be said about surround, like not just surrounding yourself with people that are like doing cool shit, but being in a good environment, you know, where you can actually grow. Well, it's like it's not often that I ever see anybody that I'm like, you know, I mean, back when I started YouTube, there was like, like Ang, for instance, before I started YouTube, he's been an entrepreneur for a while. He owned like a lawn care company and shit and was like uh, always like the big hustler. So like when I started, I wanted to become friends with him. Cause I wanted to pick his brain and be like, okay, like someone that's doing it on their own. I'm gonna see how they think, how they talk. You know what I mean? Like, like connect myself with people like that. And it's, but now there's no one that I can even like attempt to. You know, I think we all need mentors in life, mm-hmm. right? People you can learn stuff from people that can make you better, people that can give you advice and shit. So like, there's no one in my life that can be 
my mentor right now. So I'm like going somewhere really like not necessarily looking to like be an apprentice or no shit like that, but just like people I can meet that inspire me to be better, inspire me to, you know, I want someone to pull up in a Bugatti for me to be like, holy shit, can I talk to you for like a minute? Like, you know what I mean? Just like, I feel like that, those conversations, those connections, I mean, there's so much shit I've learned. Like I always say when I first collaborated with uh, Travis S, that was my first YouTube collaboration. And I went and collab with him. I show up. He's got a DSLR camera. He's got a tripod. He's doing all this crazy shit. And I was like, it opened my brain up. And he had an old camera for sale. He just got a new one. So I bought his old one off of him, gave it to me. And that's when I started really like, okay, I see how this dude's doing. So I'm like, yeah, my average video has like 15 clips I edit. He goes, yeah, mine has like 85. <laughs> I'm watching him film this thing. Like I'm eating this big burrito. And he's getting up and switching angles and doing this shit and filming all this shit. I'm like, oh, that's what the, that's a hustle right there. And it was like just that moment alone. You know, shout out to Travis S. But like stepped up my content tremendously. So it's like I would love to get in the studio with somebody. I had a home studio set up. See someone else's process of making music. Because like other than my my dude Munz, he, uh, I, I haven't been around anybody, you know. Yeah, you got to so surround yourself with people that are doing cool shit like mm -hmm. doing better than you almost you know you got to find people that are you know gonna push you to be a better version of who you and are. it and, and you got to strive to level yourself up and not like uh you know i've had some some friends in the past or whatever it's almost like jealousy or whatever gets in the way mm -hmm. and it's like um i don't know man people just start treating you different and shit all of a sudden and you really haven't changed you've just been grinding your ass off so, uh, you know, not, not coming at it from a bad place, but a place where like, man, like, I respect the shit out of you. Let's learn something. Yeah. Well, that's how, that's how you got to go into it. You know, you, you can't go in thinking, oh yeah, I have, you can't go in thinking, you know, everything already. Like you can't, you have everything figured out because nobody has it all figured out. Oh dude, nothing's worse than when you meet a know-it-all. You ever meet the guy that has like an answer to every question? Oh, that's mm -hmm. the worst. Like, and usually and like, they're doing the worst too. It's like, never, oh yeah, 100%. it's never somebody that's like, like I'll see that at the gym all the time. I'll run into the guy like, you know, the, the nerdy guy that's like read every book or whatever, like, you know, time under tension, this blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, it's all, yeah, it's no, just, bro. just fucking go work out. Stop, stop overanalyzing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I feel you, man. There's uh, I feel like you get that a lot in comment sections too. The people that know everything. Mm-hmm. You're like, right, what, what are you doing, bro? Because you're in this comment section. <laughs> like, applying all this, what are you doing? Yeah. I, I want to figure that out. Yeah. That's always the question, man. People who, like, hate or people who feel the need to put their two cents in. It's like, yeah, what are you doing, bro? Seriously. What are you doing? That makes you know more than me. That that gives you more knowledge than I have. You know, it's like, uh, like if I ever leave a comment on, on any video – it's like it's always a positive one. Mm -hmm. If I get to something and I don't like it, I don't even hit dislike. I'm just like, peace. Like, dude, I have this weird thing. Like, I won't rate. I think it's from working at Sprint. We used to have these customer surveys, right? And it'd be like, customers will give you like a score one out of five, and five was perfect, one was terrible. If you didn't get a five, it counted as a zero, and you had to have above eighty-five percent on these. So if someone gave you a four, right? Some people would just give you a four and be like, oh, he was great. Nothing wrong for because you're not per you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like uh, ever since then, man. No matter what, like I leave only five star reviews, and even if I dislike something, <laughs> I've done this before. I've left a five star review, and I'll, I'll I'll talk some shit, and I'll go at the end like I'm leaving a five star just because I can't leave a one star because <laughs> I don't want to hurt your numbers because that shit sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's cool though. You know, I, I can I can I can agree with that though, dude. Like, because like, what is giving them like a three or something, or or giving them a negative rating in general? What does that do for you? Like, it doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't provide you any value. Just you know, just a way of you maybe getting somebody's attention. Like, hey, look at how they fucked me over or something. Like, it doesn't, well, doesn't serve you any purpose. Like, it's not going to make you a better person. All I know is that uh, when I when I'm being nicer. And like, uh, like if I have a morning where like I wake up and I go to the gym and I walk in and I have like a friendly conversation with like the people working at the front desk. And then like, like, you know, this morning walking into the gym, shout out to Mike Tipple. He's been a fan of mine since I started way back before even a thousand subscribers. He followed the whole thing and I hadn't talked to him in a while. We stood in the parking lot and talked for 30 minutes today. And it was just like the highlight of my day. Just set everything off on the right foot. It's a good conversation. We're laughing and shit. And it's like, now if I went into that and it was like, ah, fuck you, bro. Like. <laughs> I, mean, I got to target here and do my cardio. I got shit to do. You know, I ran behind because of this conversation, but it was so worth it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, if you do that and then you carry that bullshit with you all day, that's why like, I try not to dwell on, on bullshit. I feel like you only got so much like room in your head mm-hmm. for shit. And if you fill it with, with bullshit and you're mad at people for whatever reason or, you know what I mean? It's just like, eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's just focus on the good shit, man. And like, dude, you ever give, give someone a compliment and you just feel amazing afterwards? Oh, yeah. And then it usually, it'll turn your day around and, Probably you'll have some good experiences later on that day, just from that. Just energy exchange, bro. Put good energy out. I feel like you get good energy back. Mm-hmm. Something to be said about that. Yep, absolutely. I agree, hundred percent. So when when you go into when when is this potential Texas move? When you look well, at well, so the goal is, like I said, uh, what is that? It's about eight, nine or ten days away. So going out and um, the goal is lock a place down. And um, sign for it, down payment, whatever. And then, uh, so I have this house here that um, I thought about. I thought I was going to keep it and try to rent it out. But then the more I thought about that, I was like, I don't know if I want to fuck with that. Like being states away, yeah, trying too, to rent it. Too much hassle. Yeah, and uh, I got a lot of equity in it. So I'm like, I think I'm just going to move. I don't got to sell this place. I don't got to, you know, send my name. So I can literally move out whenever. So uh, I think Ink just has to have a 30-day notice at his place. So the goal would be come back. He puts his 30-day notice in. And then a few weeks after that, I'm gonna pack. So I'm gonna pack a moving truck up and drive that bitch down to Texas. Hey, that's exciting, dude. What's got me the most terrified though is I have to ship both of my cars, Ooh. and I've read so many stories about that. And I'm like, damn, dude, that's the one thing. Cause I, I entertain the idea of driving them both down, but I'm like, dude, that would be some goofy trips. Yeah. Drive down on a moving truck. Then, like, drive down and tow my other car. Like, it's two 18-hour drives. I don't know. It's a lot of fucking driving. You gotta Dude, get, we just... You got to fly out. He'll drive it down for you. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll drive. Don't even sweat it. Yeah, what's the going rate? <laughs> no, but we, uh, we just drove six hours to Nashville. Yeah, I saw and, that vlog. That looked like fucking fun, dude. Yeah, dude, it was it was a good time. I uh, got way too fucked up. That's... But uh, other than that, dude, like the drive there wasn't that bad. But that drive back being that hungover was just like, God damn, get me home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get me in, get me home. But uh, so I'm just imagining like an 18 hour. I think it'll be a little different because 18 hour drives one way. So I guess Nashville is 12 total, like 18 one way. But you know at the end of that destination, it's like a permanent change. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a – it's like a – a, a book closing and a new book beginning. So mm-hmm. it might it might be kind of like funny, and I plan on vlogging the whole thing. I'm not entertaining a an 18 hour ride with 
microwave meals mixed in is going to be, but I'll do my best. <laughs> that'll be fun though dude that'll, that'll be a good road trip it'll be a good experience yeah and, and i think too man i got a lot of stuff in this house but i think what i'm gonna do is um kind of just start fresh like take the minimum and just like because i dude, i've lived here for man since 20 oof, a lot i've lived here a long time i bought this house when i was 22 so yeah and i, I lived here since i was 19 i think Nin- 19 or 20 so uh yeah it's been in this house for eight years so Whew. Yeah, I'm just, but I've had a lot of the same shit, like the same like dressers, and you know, I just never got new shit. So I'm like, you know, I kind of just want to like do it, do it big, get like a nice spot, get a yard, get a dog. Finally, there you go. Sounds, Maybe get a. Sounds solid, dude. Hey man, I just want. I'm just, I don't know. Like I say, you do too much of the same shit forever. I feel like it's so easy to get stuck in the same exact thing all the time. I feel like it's, it's cool to switch things up. Mm. See new shit. Imagine having a pool. Do you, do you guys have a pool? No. No, man. No way. Dude, I never wanted one after this summer. Dude, it can be a kiddie pool. I'll blow the bitch up. I just want something to sit in and have a few drinks in. That's it. Mm-hmm. Get one of those above ground pools, man. There you go. That's what I was thinking about getting. Walmart has like the 130 foot ones for like 125 bucks or something like that. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Doable. Huh? huh? What are they charging for a pool these days above ground? Uh, for like a for like a really good one that's a that's pretty good size, like four hundred, five hundred dollars. But that's for it. like for like your pretty typical like blow up, fill with water with the tube around it, it's like one hundred thirty five bucks. Bro, you need to start a blog reviewing pools. There you go. <laughs> Just buy a new pool every week. Hey, blow up, think about it in the dinosaur print. That's the best deal you're going to get this summer. <laughs> you're like, looking for a pool? This is the one for you. And you, can, you can wear a shirt while you're in the pool. I was like, shirts welcome on if you feel insecure. <laughs> no judgment zone. No judgment zone. Yeah, how's uh, Rob doing? Rob's doing good. He's doing a little weight loss challenge with uh, Jeremy over here. Mm-hmm. You guys competing? No, we're not competing together. We're just, it's more of like, not so much like a challenge, just kind of like an accountability thing. Like he texts me his like weight and measurements once a week, every week, and then just tells me kind of like how he's feeling. And, and then I like tell him how I'm feeling about like weight loss and stuff like that. And we just like help motivate each other and keep each other on track. So I'll text him during the weekend and be like, hey, don't go eat shit food today. <laughs> Stay on track. Or he'll text me and be like, dude, what are you waiting in at right now? Or he'll send me like pictures at the gym like, just ran two miles or something like that. So it's just kind of not so much a challenge, just like a way to keep each other accountable that we're both like involved in. You know what I mean? Well, dude, that's what I love about YouTube is like I get on there mm-hmm. and I, and I say it like, you know, I mean, I've, I've definitely failed some shit in the past for sure, but like getting on there this time and just being like, I am gonna cut and I'm going to do this shit a hundred percent. Be able to get on there and be like, all right, I, I've been a hundred percent on this shit. Minus, mm-hmm. minus your Saturday night cheat meal, which is a staple in every Remington James fitness diet. <laughs> but other than that, I've been a hundred percent. It feels so like good to say that. And then having people keep me accountable. Like if I start now, I'm terrified because this happened in the past. I've been doing a diet. I have a terrible weekend. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, come Monday, Tuesday, I'm not taking my shirt off because it's like... <laughs> You're swimming with your shirt on and shit. You got to do a physique update the week after because I had to do 40 minutes of cardio a day and 80 carbs just to like... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it feels good to be like 100% on and having something to keep you accountable. 
yeah you, you need that you need that kind of like motivation whatever it is you know whether it's a buddy or whether it's the youtube audience you need somebody to it but just makes it easier mm-hmm. we also got to be good too when that buddy isn't there oh. that was like when i started lifting i had a group of guys we lifted together all the time and then uh got to a point where like life happens one had a kid one moved away for work and then like all my original gym partners were gone and it was like but i still had to go mm-hmm. you know? i've been working out alone every once in a while i work out with a buddy of mine but for the most part i work out alone i've been i've been i've been working out alone for a fucking while now and i used to only work out with like friends of mine or you know whatever but yeah just rocking it solo now and it's hard sometimes you know keep yourself motivated keep yourself driven but you just do it i like working out alone though sometimes that's because you're an animal and anyone who tries to work out with you would not be able to it's hard to find people that want to work out with me. Dude, I was in a relationship once where uh, we worked out together like every day. Mm-hmm. You want to kill a relationship real quick? <laughs> every day. Together. <laughs> every day. Dude, is the worst. I've always we'll wondered just, about that. Like, how do you we'll, get, we'll get too deep into it, but it's not good, man. I guess. It's not good. Yeah, so I, uh, Working out with your significant other is fucking hard, dude. It's never worked out like with any of... Like my girlfriends who I've tried to get in the gym, like it, it just doesn't work because they're like, "Don't talk to me this way." It's like I'm not your fucking, I'm like I'm not your fucking friend right now, okay? I'm not even your fucking boyfriend right now. I'm your goddamn coach, and I'm telling you to squat, and but you can't talk to them that way. They don't like yep. it. Yep, it's a yeah. It just doesn't. They're like, "Why are you I- acting like this?" I'm like, "We're in the gym. I'm trying to make <laughs> you better. You need to understand. That I'm, it's Coach Jay right now, okay?" This is where boys become men. She's yeah, but I'm a girl. It's like, well, you're becoming a woman tonight, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. No, like I, I, I would say I, I enjoy alone, because like I, I notice that when I go in with friends and lift, like it's one thing to be making content, but if we're being honest, when you're making, when you're shooting a video and working out at the same time, your workout is never as good as it's gonna be because mm-hmm. you're you're trying to film too. But uh, a lot of times when I end up living with people, it's more like a social session. Like 60 seconds of gossip, four sets, you know, and then like three sets of bench, you know, it's never like as good. So like for me, it's uh, I try to go now in the mornings because evenings anymore when I go, so many people when you get caught in those talk time warps. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Everybody's having like the best pump, the most killer workout. And then you see the person make eye contact from across the gym. You're like, fuck. (laughs) You know. You know. It's a dumbbell, but someone cleared them when you weren't looking. You're scrambling. Like, what do I do? So you pull the water jug up. You try to hide your face, but they already saw you. They circle around, and next thing you know, dude. And, like, the thing is, not like I don't even like having the conversations. Yeah. It's the fact I like them, so I'm in them for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then your pump. You're like, I might as well just go do cardio and call for throw in the towel. Yeah, dude, that's what happens. That happens to me a lot because, I, one, I'm a talker. Two, I fucking just – that's, like, the only social outlet I have, like, all day long. Like if I'm going to talk, it's going to be at the gym, but I don't actually have any time to talk. So I need to like get my workout in. I need to come in, crush it and then fucking leave and get home. But what happens is a lot of the times I'll go in there and I'll have like a friend in there and they'll start talking to me. I'm like, fuck, I really have to work out. And I'm never (laughs) the one to do that. But it's like, I really need to work out, but they still keep talking to me. And then I, instead of just walking away, I still keep talking. And then 35 minutes go by and I'm like, well, I have like 25 minutes to train now. And then I have to leave. So I'm just going to. Just like you said, do cardio, go home. Bro, do, going in the mornings, man, like I try to get up at like 7.15 every day mm-hmm. and then like get in there. And if like no – because like no one's really in there in the morning. So I can go in, try to mm-hmm. knock all my lifting out like 
35, 40 minutes. Like, just yeah. crank it out. Cardio is 20. I'm there like an hour. And it's like, get out, get home. But, like, man, never yeah. fails, dude. I walk, sometimes it's my fault. Sometimes I walk to the front desk. Yep. I lean on that counter. I crack open my 3D energy, and I'm like, what's going on, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, it's like a discipline thing, too. Like, But then yeah. again, you know, like when I'm sitting in front of a computer all day, especially – and I'm sitting here like editing a vlog and like, cause that shit takes forever. And it's like yeah. your brain's melted. And then sometimes you just want to like talk to someone. Dude, that's you know? exactly, that's how it is for me. And it sucks. Cause like I can't, I can't work out in the morning because, uh, I wake up at five 30 to go to work and I don't get home till like 10 30 most nights. So if I want to get any type of sleep, then I need, I have to, you know, I have to sleep through the morning. That's a hell of a schedule, bro. Yeah. It really sucks. <laughs> that's a hell of a schedule. Yeah. yeah that's, um, yeah, I know that uh, it's one of those things, though, like um, that schedule right there would deter like 95% of people from trying to do what you're trying to do. Oh, yeah. It's the only – but, you know, it's like it's like no one – like wh why have someone else do it when you can do it? You know what I mean? Like you're the only one here to do it, so fucking do it. Hey, man, that's why I always tell people is like uh, – because I, I know some people personally that you, – you know, you see it on Facebook and shit. People play the victim card so oh, geez, often. Like, yeah. uh-uh. Or me, I can't do this, or I can't. Oh man, oh, it's, it's bullshit, like, bro, dude. like, at the end of the day, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. And it's bullshit. It's all excuses. It's all just. It's all just. It's all bullshit. Yeah, you, you have know, time. And like, make time, dude. And it's like I've. Uh, I mean, you know, I've caught myself before making excuses. We're oh, yeah. human, but like, I, I try to like when that that rears its ugly head. Like, well, you can't. You know, like the the other morning, I think the last vlog I just posted. Look at that morning. I'm like, man, I need content, but I have no one to film me at the gym. Well, I guess I just got to skip my workout. And I was like, no, bro, you want to film yourself at the gym? Bring a tripod, set it up, and film yourself, bro. And then, like, I left and I felt so good about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm editing the footage. I'm like, all right, this works. Yeah. You like, know? You ever notice, like, during those, like, little mental battles when you're like, fuck, I, maybe I'm just not going to do it. And then you're like, ah, maybe I should. You always feel great when you do just do it, right? You always oh, feel like shit when you don't. Oh, 100%. When you listen to the excuses, you feel like shit. At the end of the day, you're like, fuck, I should have just went, damn it. But when you do just go, then you feel great. You're like, damn, I'm glad I went. Yeah. I, I feel like the true key to success is literally finding out how to control that little voice in your head. Oh, absolutely. absolutely that voice agree. doesn't always have your best interests at heart. So sometimes you got to like, you got you got this constant battle with that thing. That yeah. voice is always there telling you. You shouldn't do this. You should do this, or the safe route. It really is kind of thing. It's like it's like a hereditary genetics. Like we spent so many years before we were all civilized, like running from predators and shit. So like scary shit. Like we want to avoid because it's obviously you know fucking scary. You want to yeah. be comfortable. But like any time I've been super uncomfortable is when I get the most growth. Like oh yeah, oh without question. When I just posted like a picture on Instagram, I was like fuck it, like like eat or be eaten. You know what I'm saying? Like be a fucking hunter. You know, it's like. Don't be the prey. Be the fucking predator. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Be, uh, I would say, be an alpha in a world of betas. Absolutely. That's I, a quote right there. Yeah, seriously. It really is. The world is too That's small to be man. weak and average. You know what I mean? Dude, it's like me and Ang talk about that all the time, too. It's just like, you gotta, like, we started with, like, a whole squad of people, and mm -hmm. we've watched so many people, like, um, we hear a lot of people that talk about what they're gonna do. Mm -hmm. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. Here's my thing. I'm cutting for a show. The amount of people that have told me they're cutting for a show that never end up doing the show is unreal. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, <laughs> I tried. If I say I'm gonna do something, mm -hmm. I gotta do it, regardless of the out. If I say I'm gonna do it, I have to do it. 
Well, it's just like, like a like a code of honor. You know what I mean? Like it's just like your your word is your bond. Like if you say you're gonna do it, you better fucking do it. You know, it's dis- it's disgraceful to yourself to not do that. To say you're well, gonna do something and not do that. Dude, I had, I had a situation the other day. I almost got into a fight at my gym, an actual fight at my gym. Oh, shit. World All right. Star. So, so so this is actually going back into. Uh, I'm telling this story to make the point on what you just said about feeling bad, like if you didn't do something. So I was in the gym early in the morning, right? Like I said, no one's ever in there. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know this cat's name, but I've seen him walking around a few times, but I didn't really have an opinion on him. Never talked to him, whatever. So there's like a, a, a quad cable setup. So it's like one of them things with like two cables in the middle, two cables on the outside. Mm-hmm. right? And then there's like probably a total of one, two, three, four, six other cable machines in this, in this building. When no one's in there, and I'm trying to get through an arm day, I'm in the middle and no one's using anything, then I'll set up like a superset. I'll take one of the middle ones and put like tricep push downs. The other one maybe like bicep curl, cable curls, whatever. Knock a couple things out. And I'm fast. I'm in, I'm out. So uh dude comes up, I'm in the middle of my superset, comes up and posts up by one of the one of the cables, and I walk up to it and I start using it for my set, and it kind of gives me like a like a dirty look. You know, you can like out of the corner of your eye, you kind of see that. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. I mean, I'm getting the stink eye here. So he like takes his headphones off, see like he's gonna say something to me. So like I take an earbud out, and he's like, uh, he's like, "Are you using both of these?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, I got one more set left, and she's all yours." But like the whole time, there's, there's like other cables open, and he goes, "You don't need to be using two of them." And I'm like, "Well, you got a problem with this right here?" <laughs> We're about to fight right now. But dude, he was like, well, you, "You don't got to be using two of them," and I was like. I kind of just like laughed about it, and then I like, walked back over to start doing my set. He walks up and unclips my rope Whoa. off of. Me. So I do. I couldn't even. I couldn't even help it. Like in a second, we're like chest to chest, dude. And I'm like up in his face. Like if you don't drop my fucking cable, <laughs> black both your eyes. And his eyes got all big. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go tell. I won't say his name, but the owner of the gym. I'm gonna go tell him. Da da da. I'm like, go fucking tell him. Like go work out somewhere else, dude. He's like, why well, you gotta be a douchebag? And, like, he kind of, like, walks up on me again and, like, kind of puts a hand on my chest. And I'm like, if you don't take your fucking hand <laughs> off. I'm, like, gritting through my teeth this time. Like, I couldn't even help. I was so mad. And then, like, he walks away and tells on me and shit. And then, like, the owner comes up. He's like, hey, man. He's like, well, there was other cable machines open. You could have left somewhere else. And he's like, well, I'll just leave then. I'll just leave. He's like, you don't got to leave, dude. Just calm down. It's a gym. He's like, we're all trying to fight me and shit. And I'm like, dude, you unclip my weight. So, long story short, I was talking to Ank about this situation. And I was like, all right, yeah, maybe I could have let him unclip it. Maybe I could have let him start working out and went somewhere. But my pride refused to let me mm-hmm. not say something because I know if I didn't, I would hate myself later because I didn't defend my honor. Yeah, exactly. Because I knew in my heart I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Like, this dude was having a bad day. Yeah, you but, you weren't the one being an asshole. You weren't the – it's not like it's not like you could have – like, he, he went out of his fucking way. Dude, like, 100%. Multiple machines open, multiple cables open, and he just wanted to press some buttons, dude. He's probably trying to catch that smoke, you know what I'm saying? The disrespect, though. Unclipping your shit. If a motherfucker uh, unclips my weight, ooh, I'm pissed. I'm throwing hands with him right then and there. Well, dude, they, they, were, all, uh, they were all watching it on the cameras in the gym, and then when I came in the next day, they were all laughing. Like, <laughs> what happened? Because they all kind of caught the end of it. I was like, no, this is what happened. They watched it like, you weren't kidding, man. He unclipped my shit, dude. I was uh, I was just like, that's like, because I have the same response. Any, anybody, anytime anybody asks me anything, it's like always the same, same exact thing. Like, yeah, dude, I got like two sets left, we'll be done. She's all yours. Like, 
whatever I got left. And I'm fast. And I'm even faster if someone's pressing me for it. But, like, you walked up and unclipped my shit, you know? And it's just like. That's just yeah. rude as fuck, dude. Dude, like, think about that. What kind of mood do you have to be in to walk up in an empty gym in the morning and unclip someone's. <laughs> like, you're mad at them because they're doing a superset? You know what I mean? Like, like think about that. And, like, especially when they have one set left, right? Especially if there's other cable machines. It's not even like you're hogging the only one. Oh, dude. Well, they even looked on the video, and uh, I think there was like five slots open. It was like, what are you doing, bro? Some, right. pe- some people, man. Some people's children, dude. Yeah. Still don't, still don't know them. Haven't seen them since. I have no idea. You probably went to Planet Fitness, dude. That's a Planet Fitness move right there. And they actually just opened one. It's actually been kind of funny. They just opened a Planet Fitness down, uh, right down from our gym. You know, it's one of those things. If you're like, if you're like a real lifter, you don't really don't go to a Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's people arguing on like the sponsored Planet Fitness ads on our local Facebook, and no, this is better. Well, they have this. Like, I'm like, what are y'all doing? You need to do one of those. Uh, you need to get getting kicked, kicked out. out yeah. yeah, getting kicked out of Planet Fitness. Lunk alarm off. I'm gonna yeah. walk in. Do I'll do a team challenge with their free pizza? Ooh, oh, that'd go. be cool. Yeah. Be up for that shit. Is there a slice limit? No, you can take as many as you want. They promote it. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. I bet, you know, that's been, my brain lately has been trying to think about different ways to do content. Because, like, I love vlogs, but I would love to, like, make some different style content. So I'm mm-hmm. fooling around with the idea. I got a whole gaming setup now that I can stream and record games on. So I was like, why don't I make a game video right, where I'm playing through something? Because this is my format I was thinking of. I would play through a game for the first time and, like, do. Cause like I have mo- like my my sense of humor is is so stupid goofy that I know it probably like it ain't for everybody. But if I can do my weird commentary shit with no worry about still being the Remington James, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I can mm-hmm. just like go in commentate on random shit I see. That's when I'm at my best. I feel like is when I'm just commenting on goofy shit. If I can go through a game and just like just be crazy off the wall and just like leave in all the highlights and shit and just make it like a like a ten minute like highlight reel of me just dying and freaking out or on a character model or like you know like boys i just bought the new car like you know what i mean shit like that like mm-hmm. you, know? you should man. yeah why not dude no limits okay well that's the whole thing too with time right yeah. it's like man i just all, all i really got to do is dedicate one night a week to it and at least at least get it off the ground see what people think mm-hmm. yeah what's the yeah. worst that happens nobody likes it who cares yeah fuck it You'd have you would have fun doing it, so that's all that matters, right? And and that would be my like. I look at some of these other YouTubers, and I'm like, they got it. So I almost say easy, but they're lucky because they don't ever have to leave their house to make their videos. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta drive across town. I gotta go lift weights. I gotta, you know, Do you not that I'm eating like interesting looking food. You know what I mean? Like, but bro, it's like it's like these, especially these like drama channels that just make videos about other channels. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Um, I could never do that because I just, like I said, I, I can't leave a one-star review. But, but like, those people, man, it's clout. It's wild. These people can have no following, and they make videos crit- critiquing other people, instant clout. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. Clout chasing, bro. That's what a lot of that is. Tried to get Ang to start calling people out. He like, should, start- man. That'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I, I just, I would have an issue with doing that. Like, I... I would, like, yeah, that'd be an easy way to get some clout, but, like, 
I wouldn't feel good about myself doing that. You know, you know who's right? fun to watch? Uh, he doesn't do cloud chasing because he's already got all the clout. But you know who's fun to watch call people out? 50 Cent. Have you ever? Do you follow him oh, on Instagram? Yeah. Bro, 50 Dude. will call up homies who owe him money like on Instagram. And he'll like FaceTime him and be like, so where's my motherfucking money? And they'll be like, bro, what are you talking? He's like, I, I lend you 75 grand. Where's my 75 grand at? Like on, and he'll post it on Instagram. And it's oh, funny man. as fuck. He did that to like uh, fucking... Uh, Lloyd Banks, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Look that dude, up. it's wild to chart his career. We were actually just listening to his old music, mm-hmm. but it's like that dude came into the game so hot. Oh, I know. And he's still relevant nowadays just through clout chasing. Yeah, a friend of mine just went and saw a Post Malone and 50 Cent concert in like La Grande, Oregon. I'm like, what the fuck, 50 what? Cent doing in? Yeah, bro. Why did I not see the tickets for that? <laughs> I know. It was like a hell of a show. Yeah. Grand, though. <laughs> Legrand, yeah. I'm like, who the fuck goes to? Le- oh, it was the whiskey, oh. the whiskey concert or the whiskey something. I couldn't picture Fifty Cent in Legrand. I couldn't picture. Yeah, what the fuck? I was like, Fifty Cent's in Oregon. What the hey, hell? he's going wherever the paycheck is. So that's the best thing with a lot of these rappers, man. Like, it's it's all checks. So oh, it's yeah. like, here, go here, go overseas, just keep making money, keep. Dude, that sounds like the life right there. Perform in front of audiences live. Hey, it'll be you just- one day, bro. Hey man, that's that thing. I still ain't. I still ain't done. Uh, I ain't done none of my music live yet. You think about doing uh, that for this album? Um, if if it was right, I mean, like, so there's like a guy in town. Shout out Trevor Martin. He's um he, he's an artist too. We've been meaning to link up. We just uh just haven't yet. We always run into each other at the bars at like three a.m. Um, but like he's out grinding, bro, doing all these shows and you know like little shows, but doing that hustle that they all have to do and uh. I don't know. I just, uh, I guess too, it's all about being around people. Mm-hmm. Like I still, I ain't even, I ain't even been to one of those shows. So like, I, I would love to even just be around people that like do it and maybe go just like hang out at one and be like, what's this even like? Yeah, like feel the energy, feel the vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just, I think it's another reason moving to Texas, like just be around more people doing shit like that. Yeah. Like you know, and especially like a little closer, cause like coming Columbus ain't too far of a drive, but you don't want to drive that shit drunk. Yeah. That's for sure. You got cautious sniping you out. Not, not a good move right there. <laughs> yeah, I just shit. I, I don't I don't drive drunk anyways, but I ride in cars with people that do. <laughs> I that's how, dude, that's, I do the same shit. My girlfriend's always like, don't drive drunk. I'm like, babe, I never drive drunk. She's like, no, but you ride in cars of drunk people who are driving. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not me driving drunk. That's me riding that's a in a drunk car. That's you making a stupid <laughs> yeah i'll do something though man you get something about alcohol you, you get a few in you dude it only takes me about two or three and i just start saying fuck it like <laughs> fuck it dude like we went one night bro we were out in columbus me and my buddy chance shout out chance we it was uh i hadn't dr- yeah dude i think it was the first night because i took like a year and something off from drinking it was the first night we went out i had drank in like a year so we start drinking things are getting wild we're in Columbus. We come back. We literally drive back to my house and pick up my I-8 just to take it out. And he's drunk as shit driving my I-8. Oh, We're just out. I'm just like, you know what I mean? But I didn't fuck give it. a fuck. I was feeling lit. <laughs> Boy, I was like, that. that's that goofy shit. And now like, I look, my front bumper's got a little mark on it. I'm like, that probably happened that night. <laughs> It's like what is that scene from uh, Wolf of Wall Street where he's like he thinks oh, he's driving yeah. like perfectly, yeah, he's like driving perfectly, and then he gets 
back the next day or whatever, and his car's just fucking destroyed. <laughs> and then it shows what really happened. <laughs> this movie's so good, dude. Leo is a legend. He in is, man. Legend. He, I don't think he's made a bad movie. I can't name a bad. Movie. Uh, yeah, I've never seen a movie with Leo that was bad. Is he's in that new? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. What's that new movie that's got like Bruce Lee? People were kind of upset uh, about. Uh, Once upon uh, a time in Hollywood or something. Yeah, and you guys is isn't he in that? Yeah, he's 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 like the star. Him and uh, Brad Pitt. I haven't seen uh-huh. that either, but I heard it's I heard it's good. I, I heard it's polarizing. I heard you either love it or you hate it. But I it's Quentin Tarantino, so I'd probably love it. Yeah, I'm a Quentin Tarantino. I feel fan. like that's how all of his movies are. Like you either love them or you you hate them. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I was just watching Reservoir Dogs the other day, actually. Yeah, I love that movie. So I haven't seen that in years. So good. It was on, uh, I think it was on Amazon or Netflix, one of those. So good. Where he's fucking singing and dancing, or he's singing and dancing, and then he like cuts him with the knife. Fuck. That scene is crazy. I know. They're playing well, a song. Let's talk all-time favorite movies. What's your all-time favorite movie, oh. starting with you, James? You can't answer that question, bro. That's a hard question. That's a... Oh, we'd have to do genre specific. Ooh, genre specific horror. Ooh. Horror. Jay, what, what is it? I'm actually a huge Hellraiser fan. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I've never saw that. Yeah, Pinhead, man. Hey, that, that motherfucker is gangster. I know the pics. Yeah. I've seen the memes. Yep. He's he's dope, dude. Uh, there's one like it's like Hellraiser, Hell on Earth. It's where like him. And all his like minions show up on earth and there's a scene where he's in the church and he like sticks his hands out on the podium in front of everyone and his hands start bleeding and stuff like that. It's like, it's wicked, dude. Huh. It's pretty dope. I don't think I've ever actually seen a Hellraiser. Yeah, Hellraiser's pretty sick. It's pretty fucking well, twisted. You, you got me wanting to watch Hellraiser now. Yeah, it's dope, dude. You'd like it. I think. I think the OG Freddy Krueger probably. OG Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. That shit used to scare the fuck out of me. Bro, that, was shit, that shit was terrifying. <laughs> Dude, you? when you were a kid, everything was more terrifying. Oh, it's no, wild. That's... I just went and saw that. Uh, what's what's that new one that just came out? Um, uh, scary stories. Oh, um, in the dark. Oh, bro, I loved it. I loved it. It's like um, it's a PG thirteen horror, so it ain't too like over the top really with anything. But uh, legitimately like scary. But like I did, I remember watching it, and I'm like, man, when I was a kid, this would have been the perfect horror movie. I'd have been so terrified by this movie. That it was, was like it's based uh, on. It was like a book. I remember yeah. reading the book when I was uh, in elementary school. I think it was a collection of books. I think yeah. it was like different scale. Like it was kind of like uh, Goosebumps, mm-hmm. I think, with like different stories. I think I could just be talking out my ass. But. No, I think it was. It's like different, like uh, like skits or sto- different stories, scary stories to tell in the dark. So different authors doing different, yeah, short stories. Gotta check that what? one out. What's your oh. favorite all time horror movie? All right, man. If I had to, if I had to pick, I'd probably have to say Insidious. Ooh, that's a good choice. What, what it was about that movie, but when I saw that movie, it had like the perfect blend of like I don't know, it just like it really made me think mm-hmm. about like like if if you want to like to scare me, like make me think. And that movie with like the different realms and like yeah. level and just like the hauntings and the, the shit. Like I don't know, that movie just uh, I need to rewatch that actually. Oh, I've gosh. only bought like five movies on DVD, and that's one of them. I'm a big uh, ghost and paranormal fan, so. I'm a, big, oh, dude. I'm a big pussy when it comes to all that shit. <laughs> dude, I, I was raised on my dad, like, watching ghost shows mm-hmm. and watching ghost hunting and watching, like, um, dude, my dad was such a big, like, Bigfoot guy. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, my dad swears when he was a kid, him and his whole family swear that they saw Bigfoot when they were a kid. Yeah. When they were kids. Dude, it could so, be true, man. You know? Hey, when you hear him explain it, you you believe it when you hear it. Now, I don't know. If a, if a Bigfoot exists, we probably would have found bones by now. We'd have found something. So I don't know, you know what I mean, unless – but, but, I mean, you hear him tell it, he, he swears. Where was he at when he when he saw him? So the way the, the way the story goes is uh, they lived in uh, West Virginia, right? So my dad grew up in uh, West Virginia and lived on a farm. I've actually been down to this farm. It is in the middle of nowhere. But across the street, up on a hill, was like was like a fence that they had, right? And you could see like on top of the hill there was a fence, and they were kind of down. So they said they were uh, in the house one night. It was him. He was young. His brother, his sister, and uh, his mom and uh, dad, their whole family was in the house. And they said, I don't know where the dogs started going, like, real crazy. Like, couldn't figure out why the dogs were going crazy. And then um, they all started smelling something, like, really bad. Like, it smelled like a, like, I don't know, decomposing something. It smelled absolutely terrible. And then uh, they looked up, and out on the hill, they could see, like, a big figure walking. And they said that uh, they remember uh, the figure itself walked and stepped over the fence. So... Whatever it was, like step, yeah, stepped over the fence. So my dad and my 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 dad's dad and my dad and his brothers, they grabbed their guns, and they went out. They went up on top of the hill, and um, they said that uh, his mom was looking out the kitchen window, and could look up, and uh, like they looked like little specks compared to whatever this thing was. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, and they said there were footprints, and they came out and like. Looked at him, but nothing ever came of it. So, I mean, when you're a kid, you hear that story. Oh yeah, you think on God is true. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. Everything, dude. I remember hearing any story when I was a kid and thinking it was real. It's wild how impressionable we are. Oh yeah. Oh, without question. Yes. Oh man. Yeah, some of the stupid stories like I remember hearing when I was a kid, like. And I believed him, like, without question, like, oh, man, that was 100% true. Dude, I used to straight up want to fight people when they told me that the WWE was fake. I was like, you're a oh, fucking liar. I'm like, bro. if you're going to tell me that the fucking Ric Flair slap is fake, use a bitch. And your mom is a hoe. Because that's the realest shit out there. And then, you know. Remember figuring out that was fake? And you were like, so, what? Dude, I was really bummed, actually. I was like, wow, my whole life has been a lie. <laughs> Back then, though, I feel like the whole world didn't know it was fake. Yeah. Well, it was a, and, at such a time where like it looked good, like you, like the Attitude Era of mm-hmm. WWF, like that shit looked looked real, like that shit was violent, hitting people with chairs yeah. and, and fucking two by fours and shit. When mankind got thrown off that cage. Have you tried watching it recently? Yeah, recently I tried. I, Chrissy is into like one of those. What is it? Total Divas, Divas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So she was like, "Yeah, we should watch some wrestling." And I was like, "Watching." I was like, "This shit is whack, <laughs> so whack." <laughs> it just doesn't have the same effect. When when you're a kid, it's like all the flair and all the all the shit talking and stuff. And when you thought it was real, you're like, you're, "You wanted your characters to win," but then you realize it's all staged and scripted, and they're writing it out. And uh, it was I was actually on on my Google page. It gives me like Google News or whatever that like filters down and their stories. One of them was like. Yeah, WWE fighter punches some guy at the airport or whatever. So I'm like, that looks like drama. I click it. And I come to find out, I watch it. I'm like, that looked kind of fake. And then, like, I back out of it, and, like, the video was posted by WWE.com. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. You <laughs> son of bitches. But they got me. They got you. You know what I mean? They got your click. It's that clickbait shit, dude. I watched it. Still don't know the dude's name, but 
He knocked the phone out of someone's hand walking out of the airport. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know if it's like that we're older or if like just we had such we were so lucky because we had like The Rock and like Stone Cold like like some of the best oh, wrestlers yeah. of all time. Like I don't know. Well, I, it's Big probably complicated. Yeah. What? Dude, Papa Pump. Big Papa Pump. Big Papa Pump. Dude, I, watched, I watched when it was uh, Sting, I think was his name. Oh, Sting was the shit. He used to yeah. drop out of the ceiling with the bat. Dude, and The Undertaker. I remember playing those old games, man. There was this one old game. I forget what it was. WWE, like, but, like they had like the powers. Oh, yeah. I remember just playing like Undertaker and uh, Brett the Hitman Heart, and they had like Brett would shoot hearts out, and like Undertaker <laughs> would like bury people in coffins and shit and throw ghosts at people. I was like, damn. Sounds fun. What the hell game was that? I don't remember. I don't remember yeah, that. dude. I'm just, it was uh my old one of my old babysitters. Man, we'd go over there. I'd we get babysat, and I would just like the the dad had like um because it was the daughter that babysat us, but the dad had like a PlayStation before I had a PlayStation. Had all these games, and we just go over there and be stuck there all like all summer. So like I would just like, go through this catalog of games. Found Metal Gear Solid that way. One of the best Ooh, games ever made. Metal Gear dude. Solid. Metal Gear is so good. Yeah. Oh, so dude, good. I've played. I played all of them. I just bought the 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 latest one. I had I I because I got an Xbox like recently. Which one, Phantom Pain or Survive? Yeah, Phantom Pain. Mm-hmm. Phantom it's Pain. And the one yeah, it's uh, the one that comes bundled with it too. Survive came bundled. It like I think like Survive came bundled with it. If you, it was like a DLC, but it also like turned into some kind of like split off of its own. The zombie one or the one where you yeah the fin so. Well, what actually happened, Hideo Kojima, that's how much of a nerd I am, Hideo Kojima is the creator of Metal Gear Solid, so he made Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then uh, when this new one came out, the rumor is it's like published by Konami, so he worked for Konami to put this game out, and the rumor was he got like to a certain point with the game, and he wanted to keep like advancing it and doing all sorts of crazy shit, but they kind of wanted to rush it out, like it's been in development forever, get it out, and they actually had a, like a... a because if you play the game and beat it, the ending's very weird, very quick, very fast. Like, and there should have been a lot more. But like, say, so Kojima and Konami had a big falling out. Court documents, Kojima couldn't talk about it, still hasn't. So they separated, and the Metal Gear Survive was the game that Konami came out with that Kojima did not work on. That's why everybody says it's kind of just like a, a cash grab. Because it ain't really a Metal Gear game. It's like the Metal Gear license slapped on a zombie survival. Yeah, that's kind of what I was gathering from all the videos I've watched. Yeah, I mean, it didn't get good reviews, and, you know, Kojima, I mean, Kojima's, he's the reason that all those characters exist, so, he actually comes out, but though, there's hope, he's, uh, his game, Death Stranding, comes out, I want to say later this year, and it's supposed to be, like, his new, his new franchise, and it's got a, who's, um, Daryl from The Walking Dead? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the main character in it. Hell, yeah. It's gonna be... It's gonna be wild. That's a little bit of my nerd. That's the shit I read about, fellas. Oh, dude, I always watch like, uh, like one of my favorite channels on YouTube because I'm nerdy about video games. Is I watch uh, this channel called Gamer Ranks, and it's like, Same. He, yeah, Same. he does like the top ten things you need to know or is things you need to like, before you yep. buys. I'm like, dude, this before motherfucker. I always watch the before you buys, especially because I have like Xbox Game Pass. So it's like before I spend three hours downloading this game, I want to know if it's even good. Oh, you know. the Game Pass is one of the best deals in gaming. Oh, like, absolutely. Like, I wish people knew more about the Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Because, like, by the time you download one of those games, like, you've already paid for months of that. Yeah, exactly. So worth it. Although, it's I'm so on an MMO kick it. right now. It's like $10 so. a month, dude. You're on a what kick? MMO. MMO kick. Oh. Massively multiplayer online, man. The the game that stole years of my life, Star Wars The Old Republic. Oof. That, that's, uh... 
Yeah, well, like, I mean, now, though, at least I, uh, I'm i on, like, a team. So, so we play, like, two hours, two nights a week. So I try not to, at least right now, the new update comes out in, like, a month and a half. So right now I'm really trying to just play my two nights a week because there's no point in grinding when all the new shit's going to be out. So uh, two nights a week and chill because back, back in the old days, man, back when I wasn't making YouTube videos, man, for that little break I took, we got back into it. <laughs> <laughs> you can get obsessed with that. Well, dude, there's something to be said about uh, you get on and you, because like the big, the big, I guess, pull of the game to me, it's it's a very technical game, requires a lot of skill, but it's like you you do shit in eight man teams. So like where everybody has a role, and you'll go into these things called raids. So you go into these battles where like you'll go into a world, and it can take you. I mean, if you speed run one, two hours to beat it, but three to four hours, and that's if you know every fight. So, like, you go in, there's, like, five bosses spread out this big maps. So you're going between bosses, killing all sorts of shit with different tactics, and then, like, oh, you get to a uh, boss. Destiny? Destiny, Dude. the second one? So, Destiny is, like, a light raid. So, they basically took raids from MMOs and made, like, first-person shooter versions of them. Oh. But that's what MMOs are known for, is, like, these crazy... So, like, you go in, like, two healers, two tanks, four damage dealers. And then, like, like for instance, this one I'm, I'm doing now on this one raid, and we do the hardest difficulty in the game so nightmare mode which makes it really crazy so like one error and your whole team is done and you gotta gotta reset but like you go in like the first boss is like zorn and toth is two twins you got split up into teams of four and like keep the bosses apart from each other because if they get too close they get stronger so keep them apart but not too far apart because if you do that then you got to keep like your healers in range of everybody and then at certain points the one guy will jump over and hit the other one and then everybody on your team gets cursed and they'll all die in 20 seconds unless everybody does like a certain thing. And then when they come together, they're super strong. So then like everybody has to peel off and then like the tank has to bring them back. And if anybody fucks up, like the whole time raining shit down on you, you're always watching shit. And then like uh, if you kill one early, then the other one enrages and then it will wipe everybody in one hit. So it's just like it's crazy. And you get into it, man. I'm playing this shit and it's like a 15 minute boss fight. And I'm sitting there and you know that nine minutes in you could fuck up and have to restart the whole thing. <laughs> And, and, and everybody fucks up a lot. Like someone can like trip and me mess up and interrupt and the whole team fucking wipes or like I can fuck a heal up and like someone doesn't get healed and they die. And it's just like something about that. I don't know, man. When you're locked in on that, I always call it like my hands are sweating. You know what I mean? I don't know, but it's like overplaying like sports or football or whatever. Man, you get me you get me in a game like that. You can flex a little and you know what I mean? Do your shit. Be part of a team. I don't know. Something like the social aspect. You can hang out with a bunch of nerds. We all get to talk and bullshit and. You know, that shit gave me anxiety having you describe that, bro. I was like, "Holy oh, shit!" That's how it is when I like play tense. When we do raids, when I do raids on Destiny Two, like with my friends and stuff, that shit takes like forty-five to minutes to an hour just to get to the very end of the raid, and it's the same yeah. type of like layout. Like if you die, you have to restart the whole raid, and there's like five different bosses, all different power levels that are immune to like different things. So if you have like a power weapon that uses like ice. And you go against a boss who's immune to ice. Your weapon doesn't do shit to them. Which means you better hope that someone else on your team has a different fucking power weapon that isn't like prime using the primary ice. Well, it's like a, it's like a level of strategy. Yeah, exactly. And that's like uh, and like with MMOs, you go in like Destiny's the same way, but you got all your gear and shit. So like you grind and you do all this shit. Every boss you fight drops gear, so then everybody, the whole team rolls on it. So it's like, you know, you roll one out of 100, and it'll be like, all right, I rolled a 72. Okay, I get the chest because everybody else rolled underneath the 72. And then, like, okay, like, 
this one might drop a really cool vehicle and it's and it's like then you go and you're like min maxing your stats like i need this much critical rating if i go over it i'll see diminishing returns i need to get that up to about 74.9 percent then we got to focus on alacrity it's going to speed up our casts like just goofy nerdy shit you know what i mean like none of my friends play games like that there's they're like they might play madden or fifa you know what I mean? But like no one, no one plays games like that. So it's like I get on and talk to these people and meet them and shit. And it's like uh, the one dude, this is my leader. He actually has a Star Wars dedicated channel that he's been running for three years, all about the game. Oh wow! Yeah, and he puts so much time into it. And he's passionate, and I'm like, uh, hey man, that's what's up. Just finding what finding what you're into, man, and taking advantage of it. Hey man, if you can find a way to monetize your your passion, shit. This dude plays a shit ton, though. Like, I have time for one team a week. He's on, like, five. Holy. Dude, and he's in school. I'm like, how, how do you do it, Lore? How do you do it? And he's, a, and he, he's in, in Britain. So, like, we play, dude. He's, like, we're raiding at 7 p.m., and it's, like, 3 a.m. there. He's been playing all day. Dude, all day. He never stops. <laughs> all day. Hey. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, uh, it's fun, man. It uh, Something about locking in and just, like, unplugging from the world for a second digital world i've always loved video games i think when i was a kid man i played so many just because it was like it was an escape from whatever yeah it's just like almost like reading a book yeah you're just going to a different place oh yeah you know transporting you to a, a different mind or headspace mm-hmm. that's why i play video games that's why i play video <laughs> it's games. A nice way to decompress i've been playing like some forza lately like forza horizon 4 because the horizon fun. ones are dope yeah dude it's super fun and i just i just like got a mclaren so I tricked that out and just fucking mobbed through the city. It's pretty cool. Dude, the, the best part is like if you're really a car person is you can get damn near anything on there. Yeah, you can like tune it specifically to drive the exact way that you want it to drive. Take turns the exact way you need it to do. But I'm not really – I'm like I like cars, but I'm not a car guy. So I have no idea how to tune it. I just put the best <laughs> – I just do whatever makes my car have like the most horsepower – yeah, it makes it perform the best, but I don't know how to specifically tune it. Yeah, I don't know shit about cars either. I like cars. I bet, like, dude, I don't even, I wouldn't even know where to begin on changing my oil. I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll just take it here. You guys handle this, the professionals. <laughs> that was in my last video, so I need, I need new brakes for my uh, range. And uh, I was like, because I, I literally haven't had it that long. So I was like, all right, I need to get new brakes. I'm like, can I take this to any brake shop? Or, like, does it have to go to, like, a range? Because, you know, these days some people won't work on, like, British cars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this one guy comments, got a shit ton of upvotes. He's like, <laughs> he was like, look up a YouTube video and do it yourself. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fuck no, bro. How about, how about no? I don't even own a pair of pliers, bud. I don't think we're going to be getting that wheel takes <laughs> off and swapping them. And... That might be a good YouTube video, though, you attempting to change your brakes. I totaled my range. Yeah, there you I go. Can see that's that's the thumbnail right there. Yeah, Remington James fatal car accident. His brakes. <laughs> I can see it now. Then on the on the newscast, they'll play clips from your your YouTube video where you're fucking up the brakes. Hey, that might be worth that trade off. Yeah. The clout. You know, the, the clout. Um, I remember back when that was what like he made it on the news. That was like a, you know, what I mean that, that was like the clout thing. Now you just have a video go viral. But back then, if you were on the news, like on the radio. Nowadays, damn. nobody gives a fuck if you're on the news. I was on the news like three weeks ago. And, and no one gives a fuck. Nobody gave a shit. Like, I didn't even know I was on it because I didn't even. Who watches the, the news? news? Yeah, for that cross right. thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Huh? Nobody watches that shit. 
Well, same with like radios. Like no one listens to the radio. Everyone listens to like podcasts or listens to their like whatever their phone is, like their music. No one actually listens to like the radio. I listen to the radio for like 30 seconds while I wait for my phone same to here, sync. Yeah. <laughs> so I get, I'll, I'll get 30 seconds. You got 30 seconds to hook me. It'll play Taylor Swift and then all of a sudden, boom, me goes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever, like, so I'd listen to the radio so infrequently that when it comes on and you hear those radio ads, they make your skin crawl? Oh, yeah. I'm always like, ugh, what is this? Like, why am I they're listening just, to this? What is this filth? It's some goofy shit. I'm like, who is like, who's hearing this? And they're like, I need to go buy that product. I'm going to go visit this place. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to stay as far away as I can. For real, who's making these life-changing decisions based off of radio ads? (laughs) Do they talk like this there? (laughs) Voices and inflections. It ain't really anybody talking. (laughs) It ain't like, I don't know, it's it's goofy. It's been a minute since I've really listened. But uh, every time it comes on or I'm forced to do it, I'm like, this is... This isn't good. And you get like two songs and you get like ad, 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 ad. Hell ad. Same thing with like TV commercials. Like I don't – I haven't had TV in a while and we, we got like – we got something. And we were watching and like fucking like ridiculous amount of commercials. I'm like give me give me on my Netflix, man. Like Netflix fuck this. Netflix and Hulu, man. Fuck this. Even Hulu's uh, got the fucking ads. I, well, I have the, the premium Hulu. So do I. With the live TV. It and you still got fucking ads. I don't have it. You know what's a real game changer? That YouTube premium. YouTube Red. No shit. YouTube Red. No, no ads on YouTube. I, I forget there's even ads. I haven't seen an ad on YouTube in a year and a half. So it's so easy to sit and binge watch. Because I'm looking at some of these videos and I'll pull them up on my phone sometimes through like a browser or whatever and I'm not logged in. So it'll have the little ad placement chunks yeah. in there. And I'm just like, oh, I forgot people fuck with those. <laughs> Sometimes they're the worst place too, like like right in the middle of like somebody's sentence that goes to an ad. I'm like, what? what, what? I know. Well, some people do it that way because like it's gonna make you like not just click off the video. Oh. But then me, it's like I always do. There's always an ad before the video, and I'll place an ad in the middle of the video, and I get to choose because you can put a setting on where it auto does it. So like a 10 minute video might have two ads in the middle, then like a 20 might have three or four ads throughout it. I don't auto set it. I don't like to do too many, but I'll put one in the middle and uh, I get to choose where it goes, but I never pay attention. I'm just like, all right, does that look like it's in the middle? Okay, go. It could be in the middle of like the most important part of the video, but I have no idea. I just slide her in there. I forget about them. I haven't seen that in so long. You're on that, you're on that, that high end shit, man. Well, you know, I only signed up because I thought back in the day, if I signed up that it might make uh, YouTube like me more. You'll get priority in the algorithm. Yeah, that's like I kind of had that weird mindset. I was like, I'll try it out. One thing I got like a month free. It's one of the things you, you get it for a month free. You're like, I'm gonna cancel this shit, and then like that month gets close to going by. You're like, and like that charge comes out. And you're mad for a second. And you're like, I actually kind of enjoy this. That's how they get you, bud. That one month free trial. Or there, or you're like, I'll cancel it next month, and then just don't. Yeah, Apple Dude, Music I, had a three month free thing, and I've just been—I still haven't had my first charge yet. Um, but I'm a student, so I actually get a discount. So I only pay like four dollars a month for it. Oh, yeah. You ever met someone that doesn't have a music app they pay for? Uh, no, because I don't associate with people yeah. like that. Greg, Greg, he doesn't pay for Spotify. He, he no has way. Pandora, but he doesn't pay for the premium. He's got ads. Ooh. who does that? He's just like, hold on, I got—I got to wait for my. I gotta wait for my PR because I gotta wait for this ad to be done. Oh, my my girlfriend was on the Bluetooth the other day, 
and her uh, <laughs> and an ad came on. I was like, "What are we listening? What is this?" And she's like, "It's on Spotify." Actually, like, Kaya does that, dude. What is it? And she's like, "Well, I don't pay for the premium." I'm like, "You what?" Like, <laughs> who I thought, are you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know you at all. <laughs> I I was like, this whole relationship's been a lie. Uh, yeah, are two totally different people here. Hey, man, there's some necessities in life, and at a minimum, two necessities in life are either your your Spotify, your iTunes Music, and then the other one is Netflix. Probably just Netflix because Netflix has probably the most diversity, I would say. But you can get away with a lot, and I would say Amazon Prime too. That's the, that's the third one. Oh yeah, I, I see, but like I went a minute without having Amazon Prime. And it really, if you pay the regular shipping rates, they're only about four bucks. So if you're only ordering one thing a month, it's not that bad. But after you get it and you're so used to like, I just broke a lens cover the other day and ordered one. It's here the next day. I need protein. It's here the next day. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep this. As well as things I keep like meaning to like reevaluate in my budget. I'm like, well, you keep making the cut, Amazon Prime. You keep making the cut. Plus they, plus they got movies and music too, man. Yeah. See, I, I don't use the Amazon streaming. Is it good? The the movies one is good. I haven't used the music. Supposedly the music's decent. I don't know. Well, I ain't, I ain't ever uh, switching from Spotify. That ain't gonna happen. I've already built up too many playlists. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not. But uh, yeah, the streaming I've never actually uh, with Amazon. I think I installed it once, but it's one of those things you go to install on your smart TV, yeah. and then click to sign in, and you realize you're gonna have to hit over and down and up a shit ton. <laughs> To type in the password and the thing, and you're like, I ain't doing that right now. I'll set this up at a later date. <laughs> Who's got the time for this? They actually got something right now that the uh, it's a superhero thing called The Boys. I don't know if you've seen the comic book. About that, bro. Chris, Chrissy and I binge watched that one weekend, and it was fucking good. So I, I would recommend just turning it on just for that. How, how, like, so what's the premise of that? It's basically uh, superheroes, but the superheroes aren't the good guys. Like it's talking about how like the superheroes are like, like too hungry on power and like they're doing all this bad shit. Like you know, like they're pervy and they're you know killing people by accident and all this type of shit. It's pre- it's pretty cool. Just comedy. There's some dark humor in it. Okay, but it's like overall the tone's a little, a little dark overall. It's it's. I wouldn't say it's totally dark, but it's dark because it's like these guys have all this power and like uh, it's it's hard to explain. But it's basically like the superheroes are like in charge, like they're the celebrities of the time. Right. And okay. Like everyone's like worshiping them, but they have like this dark side that they cover up and they hide like, you know, like in the first episode, the main guy's girlfriend gets killed by a superhero, you know, just running through the street. Like he accidentally kills this, this dude's girl, and like they like not regretting it or not remorseful and like just totally a dick about it. And so it's it's kind of like along that premise, and the guy's getting revenge on these Dude, superheroes. Sounds like something I would love. The yeah. boys. All right, you're gonna make me type in. You're gonna make me type in my email address, which was way too long, anyways. Type in that password. We'll see. Was how long are those episodes? They're like 45 minutes. I think there's eight episodes. Okay. Yeah, it's worth it. It ain't too much of a commitment, but I think I can handle that one. You'll, you'll like it, I promise. I think anything with powers and superheroes, I'm cool with. Yeah. it's it's. 
and it, the, I think the I think what I like about it is that it's like a different take on it. Like the superhero movies, they're like, they're they're cool, but like it kind of gets played out a little bit. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's a nice fresh take on it, like a different perspective. That's why I always loved The Watchmen. I loved that movie. Watchmen was sick. I I have to watch that one again though, because I I watched it a couple times when it first came out, and I I kind of forget a little bit of it, but I remember yeah. liking it a lot. She's a long one, bud, but it's <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good. One. It's like a three hour movie, but that's once again that one I bought. I bought Insidious. I bought The Warrior, that MMA movie with Tom Hardy and uh, yeah. I love that I movie. Bought, I own that I, I bought I Am Legend, and I bought uh, The Watchmen, and then I bought some other Hayao Miyazaki Spirited Away anime shit and some Dragon Ball Z things. But other than that, those like some of the only movies I've ever bought. Watchmen, bud. Those are some quality ones, though. That's I, I would say that's a good. It's a good five movies right yeah. there. Well, th- remember the days of going and people would have those big racks of their DVD collection and their Blu-ray collection, and now it's like all of that shit you can stream. Like the other day, Grant let me borrow Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. I start watching it on the couch, and then halfway through it, it goes, you got to insert disc two. <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't watch the second half. <laughs> like I ain't swapping discs. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this, the 1800s? <laughs> So I swapping a disc. <laughs> I'm just gonna log into fucking Netflix and watch that shit. I, yeah, I, I, let me. I've thought about like what am I? Because I had a huge fucking movie collection, like, and it's like in my living room, and I'm like, do I keep these or like how does this work? Like, <laughs> like do I need these still? Because everything on here, I pretty much everything on here, I can stream right now. Yeah, I have, I have. I have a lot of movies too, and I'm, they just like sit, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't watch DVDs. <laughs> Sometimes well, we get a red box if it's not a red box that's already on Netflix that I can just watch for free. Dude, I'm, I'm a Voodoo guy. I get on Voodoo. Voodoo it's yeah. on my Samsung, and it's like it's like four bucks to rent a movie in HD. So like normally once a week I'll rent a movie, and it's like, dude, you ever get the red box and then like returning it becomes like a like a life changing event. It's <laughs> got to like beat the clock to get it before the big plans or you're oh, going to get that yeah, dude is so I just, I'll pay the extra buck do the voodoo and then you know Red Rocks you get is, it. Red Rocks is getting expensive too I'm like it's like a dollar 75 starting to like be like hey you know what this isn't worth it anymore I'm like for this amount of money I could go buy a bang yeah. and drink it in I there. could go buy this DVD right now yes <laughs> it's probably on sale for a dollar 75 what the fuck they got they got Reese's two for three, and you're trying to get me for a buck seventy five red box. Yeah, seriously. Life decisions, right there. They got fucking white chocolate Reese's pieces or Reese's peanut butter cups for like seventy nine cents. Dude, those are good. Oh, you're making me so hungry right now. See, this is that time of the day where all my food's gone, and I'm sitting here and we're talking about candy. Dude, and I'm like, damn, I'm cutting. That's a bad move. I mean, damn, a salad sounds good. <laughs> mm, some chicken and <laughs> rice. Some air <laughs> tastes really good right now. Just breathing. Just what a breathing. delight. Some spinach. Yep. Just give me some spinach. Spinach and egg whites. That's pretty good. Throw a little bit of, um, uh, throw some salsa on there. Dude, I had. Uh, you can buy these frozen packs of a uh, cauliflower rice. Uh huh. You're talking cutting, and you're talking. You want some volume? Fifteen grams of carbs in like two cups of this shit. Four minutes in the microwave. Boom. Hey, those are nice stickers you got on that laptop. Had to had to plug it in. The cauliflower rice was, rice was a game changer when I was cutting. Like, uh, so good. I, I'd use it with fish though. I enjoy cauliflower which rice, which was terrible, but yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, I, I would say that the key to cutting is eating. Like, I've cut before, and it's like I try to have like because Ank used to own sub or the Subzilla in town or whatever. Now it's beyond max, but we would go there and film so much that I'd be there with no meals, and then I'd eat two protein bars and a protein cookie, and I'm filling my macros with this bullshit, and then I'm wondering why I'm like going to bed starving. It's like, but when you actually take the time, you like you eat some like cauliflower rice, super big. You feel like you just ate a big meal, yeah, or like some actual real food. Makes it easier. It ain't easy ever, but no, it makes it more tall. Definitely makes it a little bit more enjoyable. All right, man. We've been talking for fucking two hours here. About two hours, two minutes, man. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> talking about those Reese's, though, made me a little bit hungry. I'm starting to starting to need to go get my food in. Yeah, dude, I'm kind of... Yeah, I'm going to go drink a Gatorade Zero. and <laughs> That's where I'm at with it. And go to sleep. That's what you need to do. You need to go yeah, to sleep dude, right yeah, now. Go to sleep for dinner. Thousand reps, bro. Let me tell you, it's goofy. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow like a. You ever had those T-Rex arms from doing way too many arms, and it's oh, like yeah. that next can't bend your arm straight. Right. I already feel it coming. You're about to be fucked up tomorrow. I forgot about the thousand reps. An archaeologist is gonna dig me out of a mountain tomorrow. T-Rex <laughs> bones fossilized. We discovered them. Come and be fucked up. Right on, dude. So, so when's the album potentially gonna drop? So, so people. Well, I am in the process now of tightening it up. So. Originally, I was going to try to have it out this month, but um, with the move and everything, I feel like I might be rushing it a bit. So um, this year, no matter what. Okay, so it's just I got to be 100% with it right now. So I just I, we're, almost, we're almost there. Almost there. Coming soon. End of the year. Hands down. Hell yeah. Looking, Looking forward, forward to that. that. Yeah. yeah. Jinx, dude. Lame. Lame. <laughs> I hate saying the same thing as someone else. All right, man. Well, you want to drop your social media real quick and, and then – so people can find you. Yeah, so if you go to YouTube, Remington James Fitness, you will find tons of videos on there. Instagram, I am at the Remington James. On Twitter, I am Remington JV. And um, that's I would say that's basically it. I don't. Uh, yeah, Facebook, Remington James Fitness on Facebook as well. That's uh, yeah. You t- do you type Remington James into anything? I'm gonna pop up because no one else has that name. So get worst case, just Google it, bud. Just Google it. You'll find. Me. Put some work. In. <laughs> Right on, bro. Well, we appreciate you, as always. This was good times. Always. Yeah, man. Thanks yeah. for coming back on and hanging out with us. Hey, no problem. We'll, uh, yeah, Olympia, not 100% sure if I'll be there or not. But if I am, Probably. we got to link up. Let me know for sure because I'm rolling solo. So Ooh. it's going to be an interesting trip. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man, we're going to have to, dude, just don't let me go into a strip club and blow $1,000 again and not remember it. Don't let me do that this year. I'll, I'll tell that story next time on the podcast. <laughs> that, might, that, might, that might be a good story, though. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next time, though. All right. See you, fellas. Later, brother.